scrimmage, and he does. 25, 20, steps out of bounds near the first down yard marker. Let's see where they spot it. That was Max Piercy, and that will be a Fort Mill first down. Move those chains. Now, Max Piercy's not going to run past you. He's not a Travis Etienne or a Tavian Feast or anything like that but is fast enough to get around a linebacker, make one move, make that linebacker commit with his eyes and his hips, and then go around him. That's what created that first down. First and 10, ball just inside the red zone at the 19. Cade Haley in the backfield, man in motion. Isaiah Haynes going to drop back to pass, rolls to his right. At the 20, 15, 10, steps out of bounds, looks to be at the 11-yard line. Picks up a gain. We'll call it four or five yards there. Yep, five yards. It'll be second and five upcoming inside the 15. So let's talk about Isaiah Haynes as a runner. That would be his preference. He is basically a running back playing the quarterback position. I'm not downgrading his throwing ability. What I'm saying is he's used to running the football. So if you're Chester, you can't just play 11 on 10. You have to account for the quarterback in the run game. Haynes back of the shotgun. Two receivers left, one right. Back in the backfield, second down and five yards to go inside the 15. Going to be a handoff to the back. No, Haynes going to keep it himself at the five, brought down hard at the four. So this will bring up a first and goal. They fooled me on the little play action fake. Haynes kept it on bootleg and brings up first and goal. So here's why that fake worked. Eli Craddock, the senior running back, carried out the fake right up the middle. He put both hands like he had them over the football, like he was carrying a basket right up the middle. And Isaiah Haynes read the defensive end. The defensive end crashed, and he took it outside to the hash. Haynes at the four-yard line. It's first and goal. Man in motion coming near side. Going to give it off to Cade Haley. Powers his way. Can't get there. Down at the three. Maybe the two-yard line on his forward progress. 9.26 remaining in this first quarter. This is a great drive here put on by Fort Mill, set up by an even better return by the Yellow Jackets special teams. And it hasn't just been one guy on this drive. We've seen Piercy. We've seen uh, Haley. We've seen Haynes. So it's been a bunch of guys on this jacket drive. Haynes out of the shotgun. Going to give it off to Haley. Nope. Haynes going to keep it. Can he get into the end zone? Yes, touchdown, Fort Mill. Haynes with the fake once again, fooling the Cyclones, slips into the end zone for the score. And nothing really fancy there again. just It's, it's more of in the common game, they call it an RPO, a run-pass option. Back in my day, a 1,000 years ago, that's just called an option play where you, you fake it to the fullback, and then the quarterback just picks a hole, gets behind one of those big hog mollies and just rides the rear end right to the end zone. Nothing fancy. But I'll tell you, Tyler, what was, what was impressive about it against a bigger Chester defensive line. Impressive drive, 7-0, Fort Mill on top of the Chester Cyclones. Back in a minute, high school football on the OTS Sports Network. For crave-worthy pizza, it's Topper's Pizza. Delivery or carry-out, late night or right now, with fresh handmade dough and a huge selection of toppings. And you got to have the world-famous Topper Sticks. It's Topper's Pizza with locations in Fort Mill, TKK, and South Charlotte. Don't let an injury hurt your game. The MUSC Health Sports Medicine team of physicians, athletic trainers, and physical therapists evaluate and treat athletes of all ages. Go to muschealth.org sports to learn how they can help you get back in the game. With three convenient locations in Indian Land, Lancaster, and Chester, our team is dedicated to providing you the excellent care you deserve. MUSC Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, the new team in town. MUSC Health is the official sports medicine provider for Chester and Lancaster County School Districts. 
Strong starts here at the YMCA of Upper Palmetto. I'm Olivia Shambly. Build your strength and immunity for a better life. We have multiple locations plus swimming, exercise classes, personal training, and childcare, all included in your household membership. Activate yours today. Go to ymcaup.org to get started. Back on the OTS Sports Network here in Fort Mill at 7-0 with nine minutes left to go in this first quarter. A brilliant drive by the Yellow Jackets and finished off by Isaiah Haynes' three-yard touchdown run, his first of the season, and Fort Mill has their first lead of the 2022 season. 7-0. As a deep end-over-end kick. Caught by a cyclone at the five. The up back has it coming up field, and he's cut down around the 14-13 yard line. And I got to tell you, during the commercial break, offensive lineman Bryce Hartman went up to every single offensive player, all of his teammates, and got him fired up, congratulating him on a great drive. You like to see that enthusiasm by the junior. Well, he is the son of a D1 baseball player, and Sean, his older brother, uh, played was a two-sport athlete at four mills so he gets that naturally that leadership ability bryce does a young guy but again a youth movement on both sides of the football tonight chester a lot of youth neither school lost a lot number wise but the quality of the player they lost on both sides pretty paramount so some movement up front here and an early flag to start things off for the cyclones now that is going to be offsides on Fort Mill, but the penalties is a part of the game story coming into this one. Chester had nearly 200 yards of penalty yardage. They had over 100 in the first half in the loss to Lancaster. That is something that obviously Victor Floyd wanted to clean up from week zero to week one. First down and five after the penalty on Fort Mill. It's going to be a handoff near side and closed up quickly by the Yellow Jacket front seven. So a handoff to a really impressive running back to me anyway, Floyd Young, number 25. And right there, what he's trying to do is juke that first guy, make him miss, and then cut it to the outside because Fort Mill had it bottled up. And it was a great tackle right there by Stephen Ocampo, leading tackler for Fort Mill. And the reason for it is a tackle in space. If you don't tackle Chester in space, they will run over you all night long. Four wide receiver set, Trooper Floyd, the QB for Chester. And the ball hits the ground all out of the snap. And it looks like Chester picked it back up. So some miscues from center to QB. And that's going to be a loss of two yards. Call it third down and seven upcoming for the Cyclones. So game of inches, correct? So Floyd right there pulled his arms back a little too quickly before the young man had the football in his belly. The quarterback's got to ride that out a yeah. little bit longer. Three receivers right, one left. Trooper Floyd, the quarterback for Chester. Drops back to pass. Good protection here. Going to roll to his right. Throws, and that is way off, incomplete, over the intended receiver's head by about five yards or so. And that will bring out the punt team for Chester. You know, one thing we brought up very briefly in the open there, John, is the fact that Chester seems to be kind of evolving and changing their offense a little bit. We've talked about Fort Mill going to that triple option wing T pistol type look. Well, Chester threw it more in the first half last week than they did in a full game all last season. How about that? And a lot of fans are going, what in the Sam Hill is Coach Floyd doing? Here's what he's done, and it takes courage to do this. 
is for a coach to take what they have and then mold a system around the talent that they possess instead of just saying, here's the system, I'm going to jab a square peg into a round hole. He has a young man, a quarterback that happens to be a son who can sling it. That's what he's good at. That's what they're going to do, and they're going to live and die with. But what you said, the conversion to that, that takes time. That's not a five-minute process. That's not a one-week thing. It can take some teams a whole half a season through of games in order to get there confidently and consistently the little things like the handoff from Floyd right there those little things like that instead of a five-yard gain ends up being a one-yard loss that's huge in a game where it could go either way it's seven to nothing I understand that but both these teams feel like they let one get away like you said uh, last week seven to nothing Fort Mill there was a slight injury timeout very brief moment there both teams huddled up and now we're back ready for action 746 remaining in the first quarter Fort Mill leads seven nothing over Chester High snap, and I think that was blocked. It was either blocked or off the side of his foot. And Chester's actually going to pick it up. It's a loose ball, and they return it up to the 45-yard line. I'm going to need a ruling on this one, John. Well, it was tipped. The ball was tipped. And once the ball is tipped, it, and its first bounce was behind the line to gain, picked oh, wow. up by a Chester player. What a break. Correct. And so a lot of times you get, I've heard people say you, you can be good all day long, but it's better to be lucky than good. Right there, the Cyclone's pretty lucky. If that ball goes beyond the line of scrimmage, <laughs> then it's a change of possession, but not in that situation. So it's first and 10. Chester, Fort Mill did a great thing in blocking the punt, but didn't get the football. Quite the break for Chester, a blocked punt, just tipped it, becomes a live ball. Chester wins the race, runs it down, and now the Chester Cyclones have the football back. And how about this, gained a field position. They're out across the 43-yard line, their own 43, and that's where they will restart things. So Special teams already played a part tonight. It did, certainly. So Chester... Four wide outs, Trooper Floyd. Going to hand it off to the back. Big hole, but it's closed up quickly. And look at this Fort Mill defense. He got crunched after a short two-yard gain. That was Floyd Young on the carry, and three blue jerseys were in there to close it up. So Gannon Burt will get the oohs and ahs for the big, just jaw-dropping hit right there. But Stephen Ocampo was the one who had him around the ankles. Ocampo making a strong push for that Springs Insurance defensive player of the game here tonight. So they only give him a gain of a yard. Second down and nine. Handoff, nothing doing. Tackled in the backfield. Oh, boy. This is as good of a performance thus far we've seen from a Fort Mill defensive team in quite some time. They have come out fired up, and I think it helped getting the early lead on that first drive. It did, but it also helps a lot when the left tackle goes to his right and nobody blocks the defensive end, Stroman. Stroman had a free pass right there. He could have blown up the quarterback. He had free reign. you got to block that those defensive ends. Campo in on that stop, too. Three receivers right, one left, man in motion. Trooper Floyd. Can roll to his right, stops, throws, and that is incomplete. Boy, he tried to thread the needle and almost had his intended receiver. That was Bam Keener, the senior wideout, almost had him. Couldn't hang on to it. Actually hit him on the um, hit him on the wrist. So yeah. Chester will come out to punt. A little behind him, Tyler, uh, right there. A strong throw from the young man. He's only a freshman. A strong throw over the middle, but a tiny bit late and a little behind. If he gets that in front of the receiver, it's a first down. So Chester back out to punt. The first time it was tipped and blocked, but Chester was able to receive it and get another crack on offense. That one is a low binder, and that will be a very short kick. 
maybe about a net of 15 yards. Yeah, 15 yards. So Fort Mill will have it at their own 41-42 yard line. High school football on the OTS Sports Network fans brought to you in part by Comporium, your friendly neighborhood tech giant. Harbor Chase of Rock Hill, celebrating senior living every day. And by Topper's Pizza, specialty pizzas with flavorful toppings. Delivery and curbside pickup, two locations, Fort Mill and TKK. Programming note real quickly, if you're looking for the Carolina Panthers and Buffalo Bills, they have started 13-38 to go first quarter. No score. That game was delayed due to lightning. It is being played now. So we've got a stoppage here. And another zebra conference. Maybe they want to talk about where they want to go out to eat tonight. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's 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 looking down at the uh, the sponsorship list here. Topper's Pizza is a good one. That's a sponsor mm-hmm. of the OTS Sports Network. Got Firehouse Subs. Absolutely. All right, so did we see lightning? Is that what this was about? So here's the dirty little secret about it is it's not up to the ADs. It's up to the trainer of the home team, and she has a device that has a little ball on the top of it. It's ambient temperature. It's the field temperature. Is that and the four guard? Yeah, is that what that's yes, called? Yes, that's, yeah. that's, that's one of the brands. So what that does is it detects lightning within a 10-mile radius, and I'm surprised it took this long because the Panthers game delayed by lightning. But here we are. And well, they're sending the offense back out on the field, fans, so stand by. 6.05 remaining in the first quarter. We thought we were going to have a stoppage, but both coaches, officials all talked it over. And, well, now Fort Mill's coming back to the sideline. And fans, don't fret. There are a lot of games going on around the OTS Sports Network. You obviously be sure to stay tuned for the highlights and scores for tonight's game on the Hospitality Heating and Air Halftime Report. But you can also download the free WRHI app if you're not listening to it. Download that app for free in Google Play or your Apple Store. Go ahead and click Swapping Stations. Pick the game you want to listen to. And remember, Tyler, and you know what they say, if it's free... It's for me, and the WRHI app is for free. Also, real quick, other free is the listener's guide. It's excellent this year. Next time, pick you up one at your local game or at Broadcast House. Okay, so it appears we are in a delay. Lightning delay at 6.05, remaining in the first quarter. 7 to nothing. Fort Mill leads Chester. We will get an answer on the time. We assume it will be 30 minutes, but we will make sure. Let's step aside for a quick timeout, come back, and let you know what the deal is. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. This is Debbie from Southern Salads. You know our salads. Now try our burgers. They're half-pound and hand-patted. For a twist, try our cheesy burger with spicy pimento cheese or our southern burger with slaw and chili. Southern Salads, your favorite place to meet and eat. Untangling your headphones, finding the right remote, saying goodbye to your favorite shirt that hasn't fit in 10 years. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who live in your community and answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things, like finding a new favorite shirt. That's simple human sense. This is Robert Allison. See us at Springs Insurance, Fort Mill, Lancaster, and Indian Land. Protecting what's important to you. Are you or someone you know nervous about the housing market? Don't be. It should be fun and stress-free with the right agent by your side. With my 15 years experience, let's make it easy. I'm Teresa Pavone with Keller Williams South Park, and if you want real-life real estate, find me on Facebook. Real Estate by Teresa Pavone. At Firehouse Subs, enjoy more subs and save more lives. Portion of the proceeds go to first responders. Firehouse Subs make their subs differently because their subs can make a difference. Your locally owned and operated Firehouse Subs, Dave Law Boulevard, Antigua K. 
Founders knows you must use your best money-saving strategies to reach your full financial potential, including finding the best interest rates on your credit cards. In our current economy, you've got to make every dollar count. That's why Founders offers low balance transfer rates on all their credit cards. Get the most out of your credit card. Visit foundersfcu.com cc to apply and save today. Terms and conditions apply. Membership qualification required. Federally insured by NCUA. Brisk mornings with scorching afternoons. Welcome to the South. It's your reminder it's time to get your precision tune-up so when it turns cold, you're ready. Call Lighthouse Heating and Cooling today, 803-329-1200. And back to Bob Jones Stadium here at Fort Mill, South Carolina. So we got the Dilio, 6.05 remaining in the first quarter, 7 to nothing, and it will be 30 minutes uh, before they can return to action. And uh, there's already been a couple minutes that has passed. They sent both uh, teams to their respective locker rooms. They have tried to send fans back to their cars. Good luck with that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, Especially the kids. We will sit tight here. Not sure if we'll go to music or another game, but nonetheless, uh, come back in 30 minutes. We'll have the action of Fort Mill and the Chester Cyclones. Right now, Yellow Jackets lead it over Chester 7-0. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS. And back to football and back to Fort Mill, South Carolina. Tyler Cup, John Turner, out of the long lightning delay. I think we got delayed about 7.50 or so, 7.50-ish. And we are about ready to start back. And there should be about six minutes left on the clock in the first quarter. Fort Mill was leading Chester 7 to nothing. Welcome back, our Fort Mill fans and Chester fans, if you're out there listening. And, of course, you were enjoying the dulcet tones of the OTS Wall of Famer Mario Washington and Mo Bell. Newly minted. Yeah, they were the only game in the Tri-County area at one point. Uh, So they were on all four stations at one point. Good for them. That was great. But uh, Lancaster right now in a battle with Irmo. We've got Fort Mill and Chester coming up here. Tyler Cup, John Turner about to get things ready here on the OTS Sports Network. And John, I guess the biggest question I have here is uh, how do you get warmed up after a delay like that Fort Mill was so amped up on both sides of the ball. They came out strong on offense, came out strong on defense, and then everything stopped. All that momentum, all for naught. 6.05 left to go in the first quarter, and all of a sudden you have to stop. To me, it's a twofold issue. Yes, momentum in the favor of the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. And I talked to some Fort Mill folks and Chester folks during that long delay. Chester folks were glad the delay happened because it gave everybody wearing a white jersey a chance to reset. Fort Mill didn't want the stoppage in play. Everything was going the Yellow Jackets way, so they obviously didn't want want to. But with a long delay like that, you've got a twofold problem. First of all, you got to make sure you stretch out properly. Injuries could rear their ugly head because you start, then you stop. But mentally, think about it from this standpoint, folks. It's 930. This is about the time a game ends in high school football on a Friday night, and we're only in the first quarter with 605 left to go. So you have to start wondering, when does mental fatigue start to creep in here for either side? And I think the team that can stay focused and come back strong after the stoppage and play will really have a leg up going the rest of the way. 
Good explanation there. We're about ready to start. Now, they told us it would be 9.30-ish. There's about 90 seconds left on the clock, so we're going to take a break. They're still on the field warming up. It doesn't appear that they're ready to get back just yet. But we'll take a break, reset things, and get you to action. Fort Mill and Chester on 104.1 The Bridge. The Yellow Jackets lead it 7-0. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Stonehaven Remodeling is expanding. You're looking for qualified trade employees and subcontractors. Come and be a part of a team that has been growing right here in Fort Mill for over 15 years. Drop by their office or call Stonehaven at 803-804-7105. Have an electrical need? I'm Jonathan Brown. And whether it's a light switch, fan change, or even new fuses, or even a whole house, at Jonathan Brown Electric, we have it all covered. As a lifelong resident of York County, I'm here to serve you. I am fully licensed, bonded, and insured. Call me at 704-936-899. Hot gas prices, inflation, rising food costs. Oh, my. With the price of everything going up, it's nice to know you can still feed your family of five for less than $5 per person. Yes, go to any local KFC and get the eight-piece family meal, complete with two large sides, biscuits, and a half gallon of our famous sweet tea for less than five bucks per person. Choose from original recipe, extra crispy, and even chicken tenders. Save the time, money, and gas from going to the grocery store and just let KFC provide dinner tonight. KFC, bringing the family back to the table. This is Mike Elder. We're the pool care specialists at Imperial Pool and Spa in Lake Wiley and Rock Hill. We're your local BioGuard dealer, ready to assist you with a wealth of pool care knowledge, wide range of proven BioGuard products, and everything needed to establish the best system. Come see us. And it appears we are ready for football. So they will reset the clock. Six minutes remain in the first quarter. 7-0. Fort Mill leads Chester. Both teams are huddled up with each other and about to head out onto the field. Tyler Cup, John Turner on 1041 the bridge as we get things started here. Restarted after the lightning delay. And it will be Fort Mill with the football. It was 6.05 remaining as they're resetting the clock. Six. Yeah, 6.05. And we're going to have a slight delay here as they reset the ball. They reset the clock. And I tell you what, got to give it up to the Fort Mill student section. They are still here all in full force. Handful of Fort Mill fans went home, understandable, but there's still quite a few that have come back in the stands. As I heard a Fort Mill mom say during the timeout, you know what, 72 degrees and comfy? Not here. <laughs> Here's Isaiah Haynes. He's going to pitch it far side, but wrapped up quickly in the backfield. I think the ball hit the ground. Ball came loose. Who's got it? Chester does. They say that Chester's got it. And just like that, it's a turnover by the Fort Mill offense. Cyclones pick it up. So that breathes new life into the Cyclones right yeah. there. And after that long delay, talked about momentum. Fort Mill turns it over right away. And at Fort Mill, all the momentum just shifted from the blue and gold across to the red and black, or new navy blue across the way. So Trooper Floyd in the Cyclone offense with a big hole on that offensive line made, and he's going to get down inside the 40 to the 38-yard line. A nice gain on first and 10 as Chester is inside Fort Mill territory for the first time tonight. Yeah, it looks like they're going to go tempo here. I, I don't know about you, Tyler, but it looks like to me, Chester's their more emotional team at the moment. Second down and five, trying to take advantage of the turnover. They forced a fumble. Trooper Floyd rears back, 
fires, got a man on the far side, picks up the first down and skirts his way inside the 30 to the 28-yard line before he's drug out of bounds. That is a new set of downs for the Cyclones. And that's soft coverage right there. Good read and react by the quarterback and the receiver. Soft coverage by number 14, Jackson Smith. He was playing soft, so they just cut the route off right at the line to gain easy first down. So it's going to be an option play, and that seemed to be a busted play as the running back just took it straight ahead. He might have gotten two yards on the gain. Give him a yard and a half. Going to bring up second down and a long eight yards to go. It's going to be inside the 30-yard line. Clock ticking. 5.05 remains in this first quarter of play. Might have a little midnight madness in Fort Mill, John Turner. A lot of madness. <laughs> Two receivers, one to either side. Running back in the backfield, Trooper Floyd. Three-step drop, throws, and that is incomplete. Pass is incomplete. Going to bring up a third down and long. And the coverage there, pretty good by four mil, and it needed to be because there were two Chester offensive linemen who were holding big time. You can see the fabric stretching from here, but Floyd had all the time in the world to throw, but nowhere to throw the football to. Good coverage by that back seven. Third down and nine. Three receivers left, one right. Out of the shotgun snap. Trooper Floyd takes it, going to roll to his left. Good protection. Stops, and that one's going to be brought down. Brought down hard by the Fort Mill D-line, and that is big 70. Is that 75 or 76? 75. Don't have him on the roster. 75, Lewis Price. Well, you got a different the one. There you go. Yeah, so one, two different rosters. All this data all over the place. How about a, that? Le a learning moment for a young quarterback, really quickly, folks. Right there, if you get outside the pocket and there's nothing there, chunk it into the tuba section. Live for fourth down. You can't give up that much yardage on third down. Lewis Price gets the sack. Here's a big booming punt, and that is going to be fair caught at about the 13-yard line, and that is where Fort Mill will put it in play. So I need to be looking at your roster there, Mr. Turner. So Lewis Price, the sophomore defensive lineman, gets in the scorebooks, and look at him trying to pump up the crowd here on the sideline. Good for him. And don't forget, fans, the Carolina Panthers and the Buffalo Bills, they are playing football tonight. There was a lightning delay to get that game started, but they are playing. They are. You can listen to them on the OTS family of networks. Also, uh, don't forget your free uh, listener's guide. And also, if you miss any of your favorite 22 football games, you can hear the complete rebroadcast online at the OTS Sports Vault, available every Saturday morning at WRHI.com. So it's going to be a pitch far side, nothing doing there. And really, since this delay, Fort Mill's been going the other way. Been going backwards here, John. So you have a lost yardage on that play, a turnover on the last play, so you're 100% right. Really, really slow coming out of the gates after that long delay. And Chester just seems to have a bit in their teeth. They're flying around. That's a stretch play. And right now, if you're Fort Mill, you need to go back to the straight ahead running and pop them. Second down and 12 going to, oh, ball squirts out. It's going back to the end zone. He just got a fall on it. And that should be a safety. And it is. Oh, my. The ball is literally going the other way when Fort Mill has it. And that is going to be two points on the board for the Chester Cyclones. It's 7-2, to and they will receive. We'll take a timeout. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. For crave-worthy pizza, it's Topper's Pizza. Delivery or carry-out, late night or right now, with fresh handmade dough and a huge selection of toppings. And you gotta have the world-famous Topper Sticks. It's Topper's Pizza with locations in Fort Mill, Tika K, and South Charlotte. The most comfortable call you can make. 
Hospitality Heating and Air. This is Gene Lucas with Hospitality Heating and Air. Been waiting to replace your aging heating and air conditioning system? Get an American Standard System and 10-year parts and labor warranty, complete with a 10-year service contract, 980-4677. Most comfortable call you can make, Hospitality So a bad snap leads to a safety, and Chester is on the board. Two points, 7-2. to two. Fort Mill still leads, but Chester will get the ball. John, what happened to the Yellow Jackets? This is not the same Yellow Jacket team that started this game back at 7.30. Extremely flat, very, very flat. And I think that Coach Floyd took the opportunity to kind of bend the ear, so to speak, and say a few sweet nothings to his players during that long delay because it was all four mil like you said it was seven nothing jackets getting the ball back but so far chester has responded to this bell here and i think that you, you hate to say it this way but the a lot of the crowd the students are still here but a lot of parents have gone home so here's a boot and it will be caught at the 20 yard line he's going to return this at the 30 35 40 squirts through 45-50, still at midfield, finally brought down just inside Fort Mill territory. And that was a good return by Tyler Williams. Good, strong American first name. Very strong. Very strong. Where do I know that name <laughs> yeah. from? I don't know. It's may or a, may not share that. Yeah, so, and, and again, I'm not taking a shot at the folks because a lot of people went home thinking this game wasn't going to get played because in the art of fairness, two games in the area were pushed to tomorrow. A lot of people assumed that would yep. happen with this game. So, again, not a shot at the fans. A lot of fans are still piling back in as there's a flag on the play but again chester is just it's all cyclones uh since since the the long delay well fort mill's kind of imploding unfortunately that was a personal foul penalty on the yellow jacket so not only did chester return it up to midfield tackle on 15 more they're going to be inside the 35 yard line great field position for the cyclones to try to take the lead and by the way a local team doing very well 4.15 left to go third quarter. Panthers all over the Buffalo Bills, 21 to nothing. Some guy named Baker throwing a couple of touchdown passes. Two receivers right, two left. Going to be a handoff straight ahead, and he gashes the Yellow Jacket defense down inside the 30 to the 29-yard line. That was the longest run from scrimmage for Chester thus far. We'll see where they unpile. It seemed to be about a gain of six. So where Fort Mill defensive line and defensive end were pushing into the backfield before the delay, Chester is just firing off the ball right now. They are pushing that Fort Mill defensive front two yards backwards, and that's just going to be it's going to be easy pickings for the Cyclones unless the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets get a spark somehow, some way. First time we've seen Shidem McCullough as he got the carry. He's going to get it again near side, powers his way through for a first down inside the 20 to the 19-yard line. He's going to be the starter for this running game, this running attack for Chester. We did not see him in the first two series. Apparently, he is nursing a hamstring injury, but maybe the delay helped him, and he's back in there, and on three straight carries, he gets it. Well, in a short game like this, it allows Coach Floyd a little bit more wiggle room to use him as a two-way player where you don't have to be quite so conservative. Three receivers right, and he's going to go right. It's a screen pass. Takes it at the 20, 15, shifty move there into the end zone. Are they going to give it to him? Yes, touchdown, Chester. Oh, my, just a little screen pass. A couple of jukes and jobs at the 10, the 5, and into the end zone for the score. Chester is back on the board, and they take the lead. 
And right there, a missed tackle in space. Right there, the defensive back, the cornerback came up to make the tackle. But instead of taking a straight line angle right at the receiver, he stopped. He he stopped moving his feet. He came flat-footed. And the receiver right there made a juke move to his left, took it to the right, and he was gone after that. Poor form right there by Fort Mill defensively. Excellent form by Chester. 21-yard touchdown pass by Trooper Floyd. We'll get the number of the receiver here in a moment. Spot kick, and that is good. 2.13 remaining in the first quarter. Chester takes the lead, 9-7. They lead it over Fort Mill. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. I'm Jeannie with Harbor Chase Riverwalk Assisted Living. Learn how we foster lasting relationships and support our residents. Set up a private tour today to explore our community. Celebrate senior living at Harbor Chase Riverwalk, 803-752-0195. This is Debbie from Southern Salads. You know our salads. Now try our burgers. They're half pound and hand patted. For a twist, try our cheesy burger with spicy pimento cheese or our southern burger with slaw and chili. Southern Salads, your favorite place to meet and eat. When starting your own business, every move you make can have major impacts on your tax obligations. You don't know it all, and we don't expect you to. So consult with an advisor at Abacus Tax and Books because it's never too early to plan. Call today, 803-548-1099. Back on the OTS Sports Network, Andre Evans with the touchdown reception from Trooper Floyd. It went 21 yards in a quick scoring drive for the Cyclones, and Chester takes the lead over Fort Mill. Here's a return by the Yellow Jackets and nice open field tackle for the Cyclones. DJ Stevenson shot out of a cannon from that right side and brought him down. So Fort Mill will come back on offense and hopefully they can get a positive play here. Every play they have run out of this lightning delay has either gone backwards or for turnovers. And and again, just not the start that you wanted if you're Rob McNeely. In fact, he's prowling the sidelines, and he is chewing out anybody within a five-yard vicinity. In fact, I look down at the sideline. There's nobody within five yards of him because they're tired of hearing him yak. Here's Isaiah Haynes. Three receivers left, one right, man in motion. Oh, boy, a lot of motion as Chester jumped. And I think that's going to be offsides on the Cyclones. And if you're Victor Floyd, that's that's a, you hate to say a penalty is a good thing, but it's the first penalty of the night on the Cyclones, and it took almost the entire first period to get there right. after 200 yards last week. Mm-hmm. 2.08 remaining here in the first quarter. We are late tonight in Fort Mill due to a hour-plus lightning delay. Three receivers left, one right. Man in motion. Isaiah Haynes going to drop back the throw. And fires this one deep over the middle. That's incomplete. Had two receivers in the vicinity. Neither one could catch up to it. And that'll bring up second down and five upcoming. High School Football in the OTS Sports Network. Brought to you in part by Hospitality Heating and Air Conditioning of Rock Hill. The most comfortable call you can make. Call 980-4677. Will Lou Gray Opportunity School. They specialize in helping at-risk students. WillLouGray.org. And by Jonathan Brown Electric. They're here to brighten your day. Right there, anytime you have two receivers and three defensive backs within five yards of each other, one of those receivers ran the wrong route. So, again, not good execution by Fort Mill. Handoff straight ahead actually goes off tackle at the 35, and he's brought down after a gain of maybe a yard. Tell you what, this Chester front seven has figured something out here on Fort Mill's offensive line. They are no longer allowing those big gashes like they did on the first two drives of the game. 
And Fort Mill's trying different things here. It was Piercy. It was Haley. That was uh, running back Eli Craddock, a senior uh, two-sport athlete of Fort Mill, trying different things, trying to see who's going to be the spark to get this Fort Mill uh, team going again because right now it's all Chester. Fort Mill bunched up tight in that option. Going to pitch it far side. Oh, got a big hole, 40-45. Gets the first down to the 46-yard line. Ball squirts out, but he was already down. And that is going to be a nice gain for the Yellow Jackets and a new set of downs. I believe that was Eli Craddock once again. It was, and and Eli might uh, have his eye on that air tech heating and air offensive player of the game for the Yellow Jackets, but a long way to go yet. So three receivers, double tights, got a pistol, man in motion. It's going to be a handoff straight ahead, nothing doing. Maybe got a yard on his forward progress before they gang tackle and finally bring him down. But he was met by a wall of white jerseys there at the 47. Clock ticking under a minute. Sorry, Tyler. So in an RPO situation like that, the quarterback's supposed to read the defensive end. And right there, Isaiah Haynes made up his mind early what he was going to do with the football. And it was the wrong choice. Right there, he should have kept it, pitched out, because Chester sold out on the fullback dot. Four receivers, man coming in motion down to the near side, and he's going to get the ball. Near side, midfield, 45. Bowls over a player at the 40 out of bounds. That is another first down for the Yellow Jackets. And Max Piercy delivering the blow to the defender, knocking him three yards out of bounds. What a beautiful touch on the football by Isaiah Haynes. Gets it over the defensive player and hits that on a wheel route coming out of the backfield. It hits him in stride. Beautiful pitch and catch. Well, that was a well-designed play and a nice touch on the ball by Isaiah Haynes. And we've got a timeout here. Chester player was down briefly. And it's going to be a full timeout. Time on the field. We'll take it with them. 31 seconds remaining in the first quarter. It's 9-7. to Chester leads Fort Mill. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Summer is nearly over, but Toyota of Rock Hill says hold on to the last days of summer and drive your perfect summer souvenir for less during the Toyota National Sales Event with our real zero deal. Zero do it signing, zero payments for three months, and zero cost maintenance. Plus, get top dollar when you trade or sell us your car. Visit Toyota of Rock Hill today, located minutes from uptown at exit 79. ToyotaRockHill.com. Selected for the model. 9-7, your score. Chester leads Fort Mill. 31 seconds remain in this first quarter. And we're back to action. Three receivers left. Bunch tight. And it's going to be a pitch far side. That's Braddock. Can't get the edge. And he's brought down deep in the backfield. And that was a nice stop by Terry Radford, a freshman defensive lineman. And that was the story coming into the night for Chester. They're going to have to lean on a youth movement. Again, they didn't lose a lot of players due to graduation, but they lost a lot of big-time talent due to graduation. So this youth movement is very, very important for Victor Floyd, one of the youngsters stepping up right there. Seven-yard loss on the play. They still have not moved the yardsticks. I'm not sure what the holdup here is. I didn't see a penalty. Well, a late penalty coming in, holding. They decline the penalty, Chester does. So it's going to be second down, and we'll call it uh, 16 yards. Yeah, so either first and 20 or second and 16. I'd have taken the second and 16 myself. Ball's at the Chester, 47. It's 9-7. to seven. Cyclones lead Fort Mill. Isaiah Haynes going to roll to his right. Being chased, fires wide open receiver at the 40. 35 down the sideline, steps out of bounds, close to another Fort Mill first down. 
And that's another pass complete to Max Piercy. Now, that, to my count, that's the third reception by Max here in this first quarter play that's winding down. I don't know. He might look at that Springs Insurance Offensive Player of the Game and might want that for himself. Well, Piercy and Moran, the most experienced group for this Fort Mill football team are the wide receivers, a couple of seniors in that group. And we head to the end of the first quarter, start of the second, upcoming 9-7. Chester leads Fort Mill. You're listening to high school football on the OTS Sports Network. At Firehouse Subs, enjoy more subs and save more lives. Portion of the proceeds go to first responders. Firehouse Subs make their subs differently because their subs can make a difference. Your locally owned and operated Firehouse Subs, Dave Law Boulevard in Tiga K. With Comporium, you get way more than home security. You get eyes everywhere. Remote access to lights and locks anywhere. And right now, you'll get a secure home for a lot less than you think with any time live video streaming, remote temperature control, and 24-7 monitoring. We're more than your internet company. We're your peace of mind, never felt this easy company. For zero stress levels, they connect it to what matters most. Comporia, always ready. Start of the second quarter, 9-7. to seven, Chester leads Fort Mill here on the OTS Sports Network. We're live from Fort Mill, South Carolina, Bob Jones Stadium. High school football on the OTS Sports Network brought to you in part by Springs Insurance of Fort Mill and Indyland. Visit their website at springsinsurance.com. Founders Federal Credit Union. Relax. Discover the founders difference. Foundersfcu.com. And don't forget, folks, there's a lot of games going on around the OTS network. You can check it all out at WRHI on the Nickel Store scoreboard throughout tonight's games. All right, Fort Mill down by a couple. Ball at the Chester 35. Isaiah Haynes going to roll to his left. Now he's going to run. He tucks it inside the 30 and drug out of bounds about the 28, 29-yard line. We'll see where they spot it. Yeah, it's one thing we didn't really see a whole lot as it brings up another first down for Fort Mill of Isaiah Haynes tucking it and run or on those bootleg. He's got the wheels, and he can stretch the field like that. Picks up a new set of downs for the Yellow Jackets. And I think right there, I think he deked the defense. I think he was pointing, but I don't think he had any intentions of turning loose of that football. I think he was just trying to sell the defense on, hey, I'm going to turn this thing loose, give himself an extra three or four yards, which is the difference between picking up the first down. Back in that pistol-type option. It's going to be a pitch far side. This is Piercy trying to get free in the edge, and he gets maybe three yards. We'll see where they spot it here. Looks like at the 26-yard line, so a gain of three yards. And another thing I like about this new-look offense for Fort Mill, you know, we talked about that last week and into this broadcast here. They've gone from the shotgun spread to kind of an option-type offense. A lot of different guys touch the ball, so it keeps the defense on their heels and Quite frankly, it's hard to prepare for on film because you don't know who's getting it. There's a lot of eye candy with the new style offense. Going to be a handoff straight ahead. I think that was Haley, and he just falls forward trying to pick up positive yardage, a yard maybe two. It's still going to be third down and long. Only gets a yard on the play, so third down and seven upcoming. And here's what I mean by eye candy, folks. 
there's a lot of stuff flying in front of you. What I like to call it is different colors. So Fort Mill is going to move a lot of pieces around, a lot of blue and gold in the eyes of the Chester Cyclone defenders, and they want those defenders to get lazy with their eyes. That's coach speak for they don't stay on their keys. And if Fort Mill can get Chester's defenders to even be a half-step slow to the football, that's the difference between picking up first downs and not being able to pick up first downs. And right now on this drive, Fort Mill is able to do it. 10:49 remains in the first half. On the nickel store scoreboard, it's Chester 9, Fort Mill 7. Three receivers left, one right. Isaiah Haynes back to pass. Oh, good protection. Now he's going to roll to his left, finds a wide-open receiver middle of the field at the 20, 15, still on his feet down there at the 15-yard line. Tyson Helms made the catch, Tyler, and I think he didn't realize how wide, stinking open he was because when he caught the football, his first instinct was to take a big step back towards the line of scrimmage to create space. He turned around. There was nobody within 10 yards of him. So Tyson Helms picks up a new set of downs. It's first and 10, and they're going to place this football actually at the 16. Didn't quite get to the 15. Yellow Jackets knocking on the door. Two receivers left, double tights. Haynes puts another man in motion, going to pitch it to him, coming near side at the 15, 10, stutter step. Right there at the eight-yard line, another good run by Fort Mill. But it's going to be negated by a holding from the right tackle of the Yellow Jackets that was not necessary because the play was going away from him, and I'm going to jump on my soapbox for a second. When a play is going against the uh, the, uh, let me say it a different way, the ball's coming towards the near side. That play, that offense happened on the other side of the play, had absolutely nothing to do with what was happening on this side of the field and just because it is an offense, it's, is it applicable to the play? And I think sometimes that's where I feel like it's over-officiated. And I'm not just saying that because it's against Fort Mill. It's, it's, it's an official thing. They're calling it a chop block, which means that one uh, offensive lineman had the defender up high, one had him low. So I have to eat crow there. That's a different penalty of a different sort. That's a bad play that can hurt somebody. You have to throw that flag. Bad penalty on Fort Mill. Yeah, you get the down back, but now it's first and 20. Yeah, first and 20. And let's see where they spot the ball. Going to be outside the 25 at about the 26. Okay. Two receivers to the near side. Two backs, man in motion. And going to try to, Haynes going to pitch it far side. I think that's Haley. And he gets hit hard out of bounds just inside the 20-yard line of the 18. And right there, Cade Haley, a nice pitch by Isaiah Haynes. He put that one out in front of Cade Haley so Cade could hit it full speed. And there you see the linebacker part of Cade Haley, two-way player, delivering the blow. That's the third or fourth time we've seen a Fort Mill player deliver the blow. If Fort Mill's going to get back into this game, they've got to continue to do that and wear down this Cyclone defense. So second down, and we'll call it 13 yards to go. Ball just inside the 20. Isaiah Haynes going to roll to his left, and he's just got to flip it. He was pressured. Oh, and he's hit hard, speared by a Chester Cyclone, Maurice Feaster. And let's see here. Where are they going to spot that ball? I think they're going to say he gained a yard. Is that right? Wow. Yeah, yeah, not much. And and Tyson Helms felt that one because he kind (laughs) of got up a little bit slowly right there. He felt every bit of that hit. But as a coach, the big hit, all oh, that's well and good. Wrap him up. Mm-hmm. If you're going to make the big hit, bring the guy to the ground. So they show third and 14 on the scoreboard. We'll go with them. Ball at the 19-yard line. Two receivers right, one left. They've spread them out now. Haynes 
Going to drop back, going to throw this one into the end zone, and that's incomplete. He was looking for Jason Moran down the seam. Couldn't quite connect with him. I think that was the play they scored the touchdown on last week against Catawba Ridge. Couldn't connect there. And interesting decision time for Rob McNeely with a fourth and 14 just inside the 20. They're going to attempt a field goal here, John. And here's where the, the normal kicker for the Jackets, who did not play last week, here's where having the regular kicker will help McNeely is what he's hoping for anyway. But big stop right there. Isaiah Haynes' throw had enough steam on it, but he threw it over the wrong shoulder. you got to throw it on the inside shoulder on a post pattern. This is Jackson Smith. Unofficially, what's this look like? Spot kick, and that is good. 36 yards. Oh, 36-yarder for Jackson Smith. and uh, Plenty of distance. Yeah, that would have been good from 45. Good for him. 10-9. Sort, of, sort of like your golf game. It's going a long way. Just don't know where it's going. 10-9 your score. Fort Mill retakes the lead over Chester. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. I'm Dr. Sam with Burrow Welshel Colt Orthodontics. Ready to get the ball moving for braces this fall? Our special teams are ready. Visit us at SaturdayBraces.com to set up your free consult. At Burrow Welshel Cope Orthodontics, we make smiles that last a lifetime. School's back in session, and dinner is just one more thing on the list. Make mealtime easy with a stop at your local McDonald's. Plus, through September 4th, download the McDonald's app and get a crispy chicken sandwich combo for just $5. So a 36-yard field goal by Jackson Smith, the junior kicker, knocks it through, and Fort Mill just might have a pretty good kicker on their hands. 10-9, Fort Mill retakes the lead over Chester. And this is going to be fair caught. It's an interesting-looking kick there at the 34-yard line. I don't think he meant to do that. Not sure, but nonetheless, Chester will have it. At their own 34. So 10 to 9 on the Nickel Store scoreboard. We are playing this one late because of a hour plus lightning delay. Late night. Yeah, didn't have any rain. They had some lightning and they delayed it a couple of times and now we're playing football. There are some games around the Tri County area that have been moved to tomorrow. We'll give you that in just a bit. Big hole, but it's closed up quickly again. Closing speed. By the Yellow Jacket defense negates a big play there. Only a three-yard gain on the run by the Cyclones. We know that Rock Hill South Point will pick things up tomorrow at 10 a.m. at District 3. And Nation Ford in York will play at York tomorrow at 7. Both those games will be on 94-3. So out of the shotgun, going to be a delayed handoff to the back, trying to get free, and he picks up a yard, maybe two. A lot of different ball carriers for this Chester offense. Floyd Young getting the carry there. And there's linebacker Cade Haley. You've heard us call his name on offense. There he shows up on defense in a big third down here. We're going to have a timeout on the field. Looks like it's a timeout, Fort Mill, Tyler. Timeout, Fort Mill. We'll do it with him. Timeout on the field. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. School's back in session, and dinner is just one more thing on the list. Make mealtime easy with a stop at your local McDonald's. Plus, through September 4th, download the McDonald's app and get a crispy chicken sandwich combo for just $5. This is Benny Etter. If your air conditioning unit is straining under the summer heat, there's no reason to wait until it breaks down completely. No matter what the weather, air tech makes it better. 
wait until it's too late. Call 327-7100. Back to Fort Mill, South Carolina. Still in the timeout. 7.59 remains in this first half. And Fort Mill just retook the lead on a 36-yard field goal by Jackson Smith. High school football and the OTS Sports Network fans brought to you in part by Teresa Pavone with Keller Williams South Park. Real estate by Teresa Pavone on Facebook. Southern Salads and Sandwich Company, Rock Hill and Fort Mill's favorite place to meet and eat. And by AirTech Heating and Air. No matter what the weather, AirTech makes it better. So a big third down and six for Chester. Ball at their own 39. Trooper Floyd back to pass, scrambling. Now he's going to run at the 40, upfield, and I think he just got the first down at the 45. So we talked about this young man having some hiccups as a young player, just just a just a young freshman sophomore, I think freshman out there, thank you, that is trying to still get his, his feet up underneath him right there. That was a very mature play. Nothing downfield, just take off, make it a positive play, extend the drive. Handoff near side, slips through the defense. Out across the 45 to the 47-yard line. And Chester not making any bones about it. They're just fine with three and four yards in a cloud of dust, right? Now, isn't this, uh, this this is your uh, your dad's Chester Cyclone team right here, not the <laughs> yes. spread it all over five wide, run it down your throat. This is the Chester team that most people are familiar with, with running the football. They passed it a lot last week in the loss to Lancaster. Handoff once again, and Fort Mill clogs up the hole. Floyd Young with nowhere to go. And they're actually going to give him a yard on his forward progress. It still brings up a third down and six. I'll tell you, just like we saw in that first half against Catawba Ridge, this Fort Mill defensive front seven really making you work. And another tackle by Stephen Ocampo, a linebacker, which tells you that the defensive front four for Fort Mill is holding their own on the blocks. That's what a defensive line's job is to do, is to set it up where the linebackers have a free shot at somebody. Third down and six. Out of the shotgun, no receivers left to right. And it's going to be a roll to his right. Trooper Floyd hits as he throws. It's going to be intercepted. Oh, he couldn't hang on. I thought he just came down with it, and the ball squirted out at the 40. Jalen Chambers had it in his mm. hand, but his body's going to the west, and the football's going to the east and just could not survive the ground. I think he had it for a second, hit the ground. He did. And it popped out. So. He had it, went down to the ground, and squirted out under him. And what a great stop by the Yellow Jacket defense. You know, nonetheless, don't get the interception, but they do get the stop on D and forces Chester to punt. Yellow Jackets have the lead, and they're about to get the ball. There's a booming punt. This will take a Chester bounce. And Fort Mill attempting to pick it up. Ball is loose, and he's going to fall on it at the eight-yard line. And that's going to drive Coach Rob McNeely absolutely nuts. He's also the special teams coordinator for Fort Mill, and he got really upset during practice earlier this week because Fort Mill last week chased a punt on as the receiving team, which is a no-no right there. Let that ball, if you're going to let it hit the ground, back away, yell Peter, 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 and get out of there. Don't try to pick it up. Only bad things can happen in that scenario. Real quick, there are some games going on around the OTS Sports Network. Several ways to check it out. WRHI.com has the updated scoreboard on the Nickel Store scoreboard. The free WRHI app available for free in any of your Google Play, Apple stores. Get that for free. Click switching stations. And also, don't forget about all the scores and highlights that tonight come up with my hospitality heating near halftime report. 
So it's going to be a handoff straight ahead of the back. Nothing doing there. Ran into a gaggle of Chester White jerseys as the clock continues to roll here in this first half. 6-18. Yellow Jackets lead it 10-9. Start to feel like a, a big drive in this game. I'll tell you why. Fort Mill backed up into their own territory. They're back to their own end zone. It's a one-point game. Six minutes to go second quarter. Remember, Chester gets the football first, second half. Yep. Got to keep that in the back of your mind. Become a game of field position here in these last two drives. Two receivers right, one left. Isaiah Haynes, pump fake. Going to throw this one deep. Got a man wide open and going to be knocked down, incomplete. Just a jump ball situation. He was unable to lead his receiver. Both the wide out and the DB had to stop because the ball was going to drop right there, and DB knocked it down. That's what's called a sluggo route. It's a double route. It's a slant and go. Right there, you want the DB to bite on the slant. He did. The receiver ran right past him. If Isaiah Haynes puts that five yards out in front of the receiver, it's six points for four mil. But the yeah. ball hung in the air way too long. It gave the Chester defensive back time to make the play defensively and break it up. Had some motion up front, but who was it on? Both teams are pointing at each other, of course. Yes, that's like you're in the classroom. He did it. Yeah. And it's going to be on Chester. Mm. So offsides on Chester. They're second offsides of this first half, and it's giving Fort Mill the short field, the short third down, and we'll call it a long four. And just a reminder, folks, in high school football in South Carolina, all you have to do is break the plane as a defender, and it's offsides. You don't, you don't get the opportunity to get back. Isaiah Haynes at his own 14 being chased. Got to get that ball out. Almost intercepted. Ball hits the ground. Hits the ground. I thought they were going to call a fumble, but he was able to get a forward-throwing motion and got that ball out. So it's going to be fourth down, and Yellow Jackets will come out to punt. That seemed to be either a busted play or offensive lineman just got whipped. Something happened there. I think it was supposed to be a screen play, but I think the offensive lineman, you're supposed to just kind of scrape just a little bit and then release your guy. I think the former offensive line let that Chester defensive line a little too easily through yeah, a little too to get in Isaiah Haynes. Isaiah's got to back up a little bit and then put some air under that ball. It's going to be a high punt, but a short one. Oh, it's going to take a Chester bounce, and Fort Mill's got to just fall on it. And this is going to be great field position for the Cyclones. They're going to be set up inside Fort Mill territory at the 27. Wow. So we've seen a 15-yard punt by Chester, now a 12-yard punt by Fort Mill. Ooh. By the way, a scoring update, uh, football fans. There are six minutes left to go in the game. Carolina Panthers 21, the Buffalo Bills nothing. Raise your hand if you saw that coming. Wow, it's preseason. Of course, I knew you were going to say that. I mean, it's preseason. Oh, it's preseason. Vegas shouldn't even put betting lines on those preseason games. And Sam Darno has yeah. been carted off. He's Shame out. on you, you degenerates. <laughs> Play action fake. And, oh, it's a big run for Chester. A little misdirection up the middle of the field. Down inside the 15 to about the 13-yard line. And that was Floyd Young on the carry. A little misdirection there. I just wish you were more open and honest about your feelings. <laughs> Let it all out. Let it all out. Gashing play right there by Chester. Right at the gut. Just an A-gap run. Not messing around. First and 10. Ball at the 14. Another little misdirection play. It's going to be a handoff to the wide out. Little end around as he gets it inside the 10-yard line to the 9. So Chester changing things up here. Going no huddle. And throwing some wrinkles into the offense. 
Yeah, trying to take the, the lead back in this game. And they started the game, I think, by throwing the football to open up the running game. Now it looks like they're running the ball to open up the passing game. So second down and six, ball at the 10. And this is going to be Floyd again at the 10, at the 5. Flag is down, and he's tackled at the 4. I'm going to guess it's a holding uh, just because the defender fell down and the offensive player basically sat on top of him. Yep, that's holding. Yeah, Holding on Chester. And a reminder, it's a 10-yard penalty, folks, from the spot of the foul, not from the previous line of scrimmage. So this could be a... This could be a seven-yard penalty, could be a 14-yard penalty. So what do we got here? We're going to back this up. The chain gang is going all the way back to the 18-yard line for the line of scrimmage. So we'll call it a second and 13. An eight-yard penalty, essentially. Mm -hmm. Three receivers left, one right. Trooper Floyd, the quarterback. He's going to throw. It's going to be a fade into the end zone. Caught. Touchdown, Chester. Wow. Just like that, Reggie Heath in the end zone. The number one wideout in his first target of the contest brings it in for a score. Now, Floyd threw it up there, but he threw it over the outside shoulder of the receiver. But the receiver did such a great job of turning his hips, flipping his body around, reaching up at the last second to make an over-the-shoulder catch. He made that look a lot easier of a catch than it was. That's a heck of a catch by Chester. And really, to be honest with you, I think Floyd threw the football in the wrong spot. I think that's probably supposed to go more towards the upright, threw it over the outside shoulder. But nonetheless, a touchdown for the Cyclones. They retake the lead. Reggie Heath with a great grab. It looked like a fade. Had him in the end zone, turned around. Ball was right in his face, brought it in. And as John Turner just told you, they retake the lead. Does Chester over Fort Mill, 15 to 10. Pending the extra point, we had an injured Cyclone down. Trainers are looking at him. Both teams are huddled up. 426 remain in the half. We've had a good one here in Fort Mill on 104.1 The Bridge and the WRHI mobile app. And just real quick, folks, coming up, actually, it's past 10 o'clock. So on all our OTS family stations, Cable Channel 103 and Facebook, you'll hear and see Chuck Roberts with the end zone wall of famer. Chuck Roberts, the best recap show in all of the state of South Carolina. The end zone, a recap of all of tonight's games with highlights, commentary, and interviews with the coaches. And don't forget, all of our games are heard live online. Download your free app today. Select the game you want to hear each and every week. And don't forget your free listener's guide. It's available at all of at most of our game sponsor locations at the ball game or at Broadcast House. The lovely Miss Perry be glad to give you one at home of WRHI. That's right. Uh, that was Jalen Chambers, and they're actually going to go for two. And it's a little wide receiver pass that goes for nothing. Incomplete in the end zone. So 15 to 10 is your score. We will take a timeout. Chester retakes the lead over Fort Mill. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Are you ready to buy a home? Whether it's a first-time buy, refinance, or new construction, Family Trust is ready to help. Our knowledgeable mortgage loan originators are here to make your planning process quick and easy. You come first, which is why we have a variety of mortgage programs to fit your needs, including 100% financing. Contact a mortgage loan originator at 1-800-367-4100 for qualifications, terms, and conditions. Family Trust is federally insured by NCUA and is an equal housing lender. NMLS 493 819. 
Is your child struggling in school? Do you know a student 16 to 19 years of age who has dropped out, lacks discipline, or is on a destructive path? Then give the Will Lou Gray Opportunity School a try. The military-style school provides an alternative education to young adults in need of a second chance by offering academic instruction by state-certified teachers and job-based training. Students live on campus during the 14-week program, which is virtually free. For more information, contact 803-896-6480 or at willlugray.org. Back. Back on the OTS Sports Network here in Fort Mill, 15-10. to 10, Chester leads the Yellow Jackets as Fort Mill will get it on the kickoff return up to about the 30, 32-33 yard line. And that's where Fort Mill will put it in play. High school football on the OTS Sports Network brought to you in part by Toyota of Rock Hill. Let's go places. And by your locally owned and operated Firehouse Subs, Dave Law Boulevard in Rock Hill and Tiga K. And don't forget this weekend you'll hear NASCAR action live from the Daytona International Speedway. That was my very first NASCAR race with the Coke Zero Sugar 400. I'm so old, it used to be called the, the Firecracker 400. NASCAR <laughs> Cup race at 6 o'clock Saturday evening on Interstate 107. I just gave my age away right there. 4.15 left to go in the first half. Isaiah Haynes out of the shotgun, four wideouts. They're spreading things out here. It looks like they want to try to get a score before the end of the half. Isaiah Haynes on the option, going to pitch it to Cade Haley. Drops the ball, got a fall on it, and he does. Back at the 25-yard line, broken play there. Haley was unable to hang on to it, and that's going to be a big loss. As the official blows the whistle, what's this about? So Haley right there did a no-no. He stopped. He literally stopped for a split second and, and thought the play was over, thought Isaiah was going to keep it. Haynes did not. Pitched it to Haley, but he was flat-footed, thus the ball. Remember, folks, the ball is going backwards. That is a live football, and that's sort of that, that's one of the uh, flashpoints, danger points, if you will, for an option offense. Remember, that ball going backward is a live football. If it gets knocked one way or the other, it's a turnover. Uh, but right here, it looks like Fort Mill will get the benefit of a penalty. Yeah, so there must have been a personal foul late after the play. I did not see it. But they're going to call a personal foul on Chester. Unsportsmanlike. Well, this is a weird one because it doesn't give them a automatic first down. They're going to make this second down and two. And remember, personal fouls are not an automatic first down. Not in South Carolina. Four receivers going to be a pitch near side. Nowhere to go. Tackled way back at the 30. And tackled by D.J. Stevenson. He's having himself a game for the Cyclones. He sold all out right there on the option play. He's coming from the defensive secondary right there. Uh, he basically is a free safety. He came boring up right through there, blew right past two Fort Mill blockers, and went right for the running back, Cade Haley. If Fort Mill would have pulled that down and run sort of a – of a of a hitch and go pass right there it's six so i think fort mill might come back to that but right there made it third and long for chester great play defensively for the cyclones so back to third and 11 four wideouts three right one left isaiah haynes gonna have to tuck it and run gets past the line of scrimmage up to the 40 yard line gonna be just shy of the first down yard marker but that was a nice run and a scramble by isaiah haynes let's see where they spot this football and he's gonna be short but but i'm gonna say something that might be controversial here I like the fact that he runs out of bounds. That's the quarterback. No need to take punishment. You're not going to pick up an extra four yards on that scramble if you put your head down. Run out of bounds, live for a different play. Fort Mill showing that they're going to go for it here on fourth and three. 
Hard snap count. Still out there. Play ten. clock down to 10. They're not going to snap the football. They're trying to draw Chester yep. off. Timeout. Timeout on the field. Fort Mill. 324 remains in the first half. It's 15 to 10. Chester leads Fort Mill. You're listening to high school football on the OTS Sports Network. School's back in session, and dinner is just one more thing on the list. Make mealtime easy with a stop at your local McDonald's. Plus, through September 4th, download the McDonald's app and get a crispy chicken sandwich combo for just $5. For crave-worthy pizza, it's Topper's Pizza. Delivery or carry-out, late night or right now, with fresh handmade dough and a huge selection of toppings. And you gotta have the world-famous Topper Sticks. It's Topper's Pizza with locations in Fort Mill, Tika K, and South Charlotte. Don't let an injury hurt your game. The MUSC Health Sports Medicine team of physicians, athletic trainers, and physical therapists evaluate and treat athletes of all ages. Go to muschealth.org sports to learn how they can help you get back in the game. With three convenient locations in Indian Land, Lancaster, and Chester, our team is dedicated to providing you the excellent care you deserve. MUSC Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, the new team in town. MUSC Health is the official sports medicine provider for Chester and Lancaster County School Districts. So Fort Mill goes for, does not get it, gets tackled right at the line of scrimmage, can't even pick up positive yardage. They tried like a little end-around option play, and the Cyclones clearly have the momentum on their side. They've got the lead and the ball inside Fort Mill territory. Interesting play call there by the Yellow Jackets. Interesting is a, a pretty interesting word to use. <laughs> a, a, an east-west play on fourth and four right there. You'd prefer to see them look down the football field. It's a big ask to ask the running back to miss that many tacklers. Look at this, five wide for Chester. First time they've done that. It's a little button hook route at the 35-yard line. Catch is made and tackled immediately. That is Reggie Heath who got the touchdown. But that's easy pitch and catch right there. Defensive back T.J. Vanstock and playing way off the receiver, seven yards, and he's bailing out right at the snap. Easy pitch and catch for Floyd. Four receivers, and it's going to be a handoff to Floyd, and he's going to be tackled at the 30, but a big gainer there, about seven yards on the run. Floyd Young running hard for the Chester Cyclones. His helmet came off, so he'll have to, to sit out a player right there. But, again, you're – I know it's early in the ball game, 2.49 up to go before half, and maybe it's just me, Tyler, but I'm seeing that four-minute defensive line starting to wear just a little bit. Doesn't have the same edge yeah. it had in the first quarter. So third down, and we'll call it a short two as they restart the clock. 2.46 remaining in this first half. Chester leads 15-10, to 10, but they're knocking on the door for more. And it's going to be a direct snap wildcat play. As he gets it down inside the 25, but a flag is down. And I'm pretty sure it's on Chester because I saw an assistant coach across the way throw his hat in disgust. It's on third and short. It was a conversion by the Cyclones, and it's going to be against the Cyclones, and that's going to negate the first down. Big penalty there. So penalty on Chester. It's going to be a hold, Tyler. That's their fourth penalty of the night. And with that penalty, walk off right at nine yards. That's, so that's four penalties, 39 yards. Third down and 11. Ball at the Fort Mill 40 for the Cyclones. Three receivers left, two right. Five wide on this drive. Trooper Floyd, the quarterback. Three-step drop, looking, 
looking. Pocket collapses and he's sacked. And that's the second sack of the game for Lewis Price. Could he potentially be your Springs Insurance Defensive Player of the Game? Put him on the list. This to that one. Ocampo might have something to say for that. Three-man rush by the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. Five offensive linemen, three rushers for Fort Mill. He had a nose tackle on two defensive ends. The two defensive ends, just a bull rush to make Floyd step up in the pocket. When Floyd did step up in the pocket, there was the defensive tackle pushing the center backwards right there. Great penetration by the Yellow Jackets. So it's going to be a punt. He barely got that one off, off the side of his foot. And let's see where they spot this at the 40-yard line of Fort Mill. That's a five-yard punt, Tyler. <laughs> so we've had, what, a 12-yard punt, a 15-yarder, 15 15-yarder, yes, and a five-yarder. Oh, my gosh. So if you add the three together, it's a great punt. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not the way this game works. Ay, ay, ay. You know, I saw the Chester punter uh, booting him 40-yard punts. Oh, in pregame, he was nailing but he's had a lot of pressure on him tonight. He Fort, has. Mill, Fort Mill has gotten very close to block just about every time he's gotten back there. They First, got to one. They did get to one. First and 10, ball at their own 40. Fort Mill trailing by five with a minute 43 left here in this first half. Remember, Fort Mill with only one timeout in their pocket. Yellow Jackets with four wide outs spread out. Haynes going to throw. And that is tipped by the defensive line, incomplete, second down and 10. High school football on the OTS Sports Network brought to you by Abacus Tax and Books. Call them at 548-1099. That's 548-1099. Imperial Pool and Spas, 21 Bypass Rock Hill and in Lake Wiley. Family Trust Federal Credit Union, building relationships for a lifetime. And if you're a defensive line coach, you tell your big fellas up front, listen, if you're not going to get to the quarterback, stick your big paws up. You never know when the football might find it. That's just a little screen pass. It would have gone for big yardage. Instead, it's an incompletion. Second down and 10. Three receivers right, one left. The Fort Mill receiver grabs onto it. I think we're going to have a face mask. All kinds of flags come in, and now they got to separate a couple of players. Max Piercy got brought down hard at midfield after he made the catch, and I think that's going to be a face mask, and... Victor Floyd is bringing in a couple of his defenders trying to calm them down. That's D.J. Stevenson, his best defender tonight. And Piercy got taken out of the game as well. And a couple of his teammates are pushing him away from the sideline. Uh, let's just say his position coach is less than pleased with the way he reacted to that face mask. I understand raw emotion. you got to remember, folks, these are 15, 16, 17-year-old young men. A lot of emotion. They've worked really, really hard. You get your face mask yanked like that. You, you want to talk back to the opponent, but you don't want to stick your face mask in their face. I'll be honest with you, Piercy's really lucky there's not offsetting penalties right there. He could have gotten an unsportsmanlike. So the 15-yard penalty is a big break for Fort Mill. It puts them in Chester Cyclone territory at the 38. Chester's already had one player ejected this season. Antonio Hopkins got ejected last week, and they need to cool down D.J. Stevenson. He's had a great game. They don't want him going anywhere. In fact, the gentleman with the white hat just had a pretty uh, – <clears throat> feisty conversation with Fort Mill head coach Rob McNeely. First and 10, ball at the 38. Man in motion, four wideouts. Isaiah Haynes going to drop back, throws, got a man, and that's incomplete. Could not make the sliding grab. It was a little underthrown for Jason Moran. And that's going to bring up second down and 10. Clock at 131 remaining in the half. 
15 to 10. Chester leads Fort Mill. We've got a good one here on 1041 The Bridge and the WRHI mobile app. Tyler Cup, John Turner here at Bob Jones. Matt Hires, now your board engineer. Spell that B O R E D. Ah. And we appreciate Sean Teese taking care of the first half. Isaiah Haynes going to roll to his right, looking, throws, caught, but immediately tackled after a gain of one or two, a little crossing route, going for not much as the clock will continue to roll at 119, but we might have a timeout here. And we will for injuries. So you're saying that Stoneman had to go to the bullpen and pull out hires to, to help us out? Yeah, Thank look, you, Matt Hires, for doing that. Appreciate middle reliever. All right, so a timeout is called. We'll do it with them. Timeout on the field. Looks like we have an injury on the field as well. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Strong starts here at the YMCA of Upper Palmetto. I'm Olivia Shambly. Build your strength and immunity for a better life. We have multiple locations plus swimming, exercise classes, personal training, and child care, all included in your household membership. Activate yours today. Go to ymcaup.org to get started. This is Debbie from Southern Salads. You know our salads. Now try our burgers. They're half pound and hand patted. For a twist, try our cheesy burger with spicy pimento cheese or our southern burger with slaw and chili. Southern Salads, your favorite place to meet and eat. Untangling your headphones, finding the right remote, saying goodbye to your favorite shirt that hasn't fit in 10 years. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who live in your community and answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things, like finding a new favorite shirt. That's simple human sense. This is Robert Allison. See us at Springs Insurance, Fort Mill, Lancaster, and Indian Land. Protecting what's important to you. Are you or someone you know nervous about the housing market? Don't be. It should be fun and stress-free with the right agent by your side. With my 15 years experience, let's make it easy. I'm Teresa Pavone with Keller Williams South Park, and if you want real-life real estate, find me on Facebook. Real Estate by Teresa Pavone. So a cramp for a Fort Mill player, but he seems to be okay. Walked it off, hit the sideline. It's third down and eight. 118 remains in the half. It's 15 to 10. Chester leads Fort Mill. Yellow Jackets have the ball inside the Chester 40. Crucial drive here for the Yellow Jackets. Haynes going to roll to his right being chased. It's a little screen, and he picks up about four yards down the near sideline, and that's going to be, let's see here, going to spot it at the 31. Trying to see how shy of this the first down he is. You're in no man's land. Yeah, uh, this is about, tough. Fourth yeah, and five. It, it is, and if you were to try a field goal at this spot, you're talking about a 49-yarder. I know Smith had plenty of distance on it last time. It just Smith actually came onto the field and got shooed they, off. <laughs> they had him in there. They thought about it, but they're going to run a play here. Fourth down and five yards to go. Going to go for it. Ball at the 33. Isaiah Haynes, he's ready. Three receivers to the near side. Going to roll to his right, looking. Now he's going to run. It gets hit hard he's at the close. first down yard marker. This is close. Left foot, right foot. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you, this near side judge looks like he got it, but the Chester offense is coming out on the field. Well, I'll say Fort, this. Fort Mill wants a measurement. The, the play happened right in front of the uh, the down judge, so the sticks. And where he went out, or where he's marked down, I should say, is at the 29. The line of game was the 28. I think he's yeah. a fair yard short. Yeah. I understand Coach McNeely asking for a measurement, but really it, it, Chester stopped him short of the line of game. That's a very veteran-savvy move, though, is, is the 
the team that was on defense, go ahead and send out the offense there. Little, little mind games there. Just go ahead and send them on out. Oh, yeah, a little Putting, gamesmanship. Well, it puts a little pressure on the officials. Like, well, should we measure? The offense is already out here. Well, they don't think they made it. First and 10. It's going to be a handoff to the back for Chester. I think that's Floyd Young again, and he gets drugged back. Ball squirts out, but the play was blown dead. Whistles everywhere. Are you a little surprised with the play call, knowing that there's under a minute to play, but all three timeouts in the back pocket of Victor Floyd? Yeah, a little surprised he's taking those timeouts into the half. But you know what? <laughs> he hasn't really needed them. And I, I got to be honest with you, I kind of thought Fort Mill would actually go for the field goal, but they weren't able to take time off the clock. That was the factor there. Because they went out of bounds, the clock stopped. They weren't able to take a whole lot of time off. And the Cyclones get the ball for a second half. Right. So that's a good point. Yep. So now there's a timeout by Chester. I think there was major miscommunication. We're going to well, keep the, it right here. The, the, the play clock was running down, and, and young Mr. Floyd's looking at his, his pop on the sideline going, what do we do here? What do we do here? And before the clock hit double zero, uh, Coach Floyd did call the timeout. Hey, folks, coming up real shortly, it's going to be highlights and scores from tonight's games. It's all coming up on the hospitality heating and air halftime report. Also, don't forget about uh, the end zone with Wall of Famer Chuck Roberts. It's going on as we speak. Yeah. It's going through the highlights and lowlights, as it were, across the Palmetto State. Lots of scores going on around the area. They do, did have the two postponements, but if you want to check out the scores, you can do that on WRHI on the Nichols Store School Board. So they come out of the timeout with 12 seconds remain. I think Chester's probably just going to sit on this. They're at their own 30-yard line. They're leading by five, 15 to 10. Well, they're going to throw here. Trooper Floyd gearing back. He's going to fire this one deep over the middle, and then it's intercepted by Fort Mill. And that will just about do it for the first half. Intercepted by T.J. Van Stocken with 4.8 ticks left on the clock. And you know what? That could be just a little bit of momentum Fort Mill needs going into the half. It can do. It can be a shot in the arm. Four and a half seconds here if you're Rob McNeely. Do you take a shot here? And I'll tell you something right now with Van Stocken's interception there and a couple of tackles between him and Campo and some others. A lot of names to be picked for that Springs Insurance defensive player of the game for the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. It's going to be tough on us. So, but if you're Rob, do you take a, sh a chance here? If you're Victor Floyd, do you just drop back thinking he's just going to air one out or is he just going to sit on? Well, it appears Coach Victor Floyd thinks McNeely's going to go deep because he's got a DB all the way back at the 28-yard line. He's got him spread out. They're still rushing four. Haynes has four receivers to throw to. 4.8 ticks left. Haynes going to drop back, being chased out of the pocket. Going to throw this one deep. Man, this ball's got hang time, and that's going to be, looks like that's intercepted by Chester. That's intercepted by Reggie Heath, and that will do it for the first half of play. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network, 15-10. to 10. Chester leads Fort Mill. We'll send it to the Hospitality Hegan Air Halftime Report. At Firehouse Subs, enjoy more subs and save more lives. Portion of the proceeds go to first responders. Firehouse Subs make their subs differently because their subs can make a difference. Your locally owned and operated Firehouse Subs, Dave Law Boulevard, Antigua K. Back to Fort Mill inside the hive. 22 to 10 is your score. Up by 12 are the Chester Cyclones leading Fort Mill. 
Chester will kick it off to the Yellow Jackets. High school football on the OTS Sports Network, brought to you in part by Burrow, Welchel, and Colt Orthodontics. SaturdayBraces.com. Southeastern Foundation and Crawl Space Repair. Call 866-668-7335. And Fort Mill with a return up to around the 34-yard line. That's where the Yellow Jackets will put it in play. And I will tell you what we saw last week, if there that is any indication of what the second half will be like here. Fort Mill needs to get a drive on the board because their defense uh, got a little worn out in that last drive, and Chester seems to be running downhill uh, with this offense. So Fort Mill needs a time-consuming drive and get some points on the board down 22-10. to 10. Yellow Jackets have the ball. Two receivers right, bunched up tight. That shotgun wing T type offense, triple option whatever you want to call it. I've had coaches tell me this is so many different names. I've had coaches tell me yes. what this is. Here's a handoff straight ahead. Powers his way through hey, to hey, about the 35. But and it's a type of option. Yes, it is an option offense. Yes. And that's going to be a second down in nine upcoming. We've got another injured player for Fort Mill. That's Kate Haley. They don't need that. And not only that, Fort Mill, you cannot go three and out here. Like you said, to, to, to copy on your point, if Fort Mill goes three and out here and Chester goes down and puts another touchdown on the board, two-possession game now, you make it three-possession, you can almost start warming up the buses at that point. I know there's a long way to go in the third quarter, but, again, you only get so many possessions in one half of football, and with the way Chester's running the football, that chews up the clock and just continuously chews it and chews it. So, we shall see, but I know Fort Mill fans are hoping that Cage just got a cramp. That's yeah, what it looks like, but you don't want to. It appears to be a cramp. 902 remains in this third quarter. We are late on the air on 1041 The Bridge because we had an hour plus lightning delay. At about 750 or so, we did not return to action until 930, and we are here in the third quarter with nine minutes left. Chester holding a 22-10 lead over Fort Mill. And we have had a lot of changes across our listening area in the Tri-County area as multiple games have been moved to tomorrow. Get ready for um, <laughs> Saturday football. Yeah, get ready for uh, brunch and blitzes with Gene Knight tomorrow at 10 a.m. It's going to be Rock Hill and South Point. That's at 10 a.m. That'll be on 94.3. And then later that day, tomorrow, in the evening, it'll be Matt Hires and Brown Simpson giving you York and Nation 4. That will also be on FM 94.3. So two high school football games tomorrow on Saturday. Are you speechless? No, so a lot of times a day-night doubleheader is a reference to baseball. But yeah. tomorrow, folks, hey, football, 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 knock yourself out. It's going to be a great day in the state of South Carolina on a football Saturday morning. <laughs> Hard to think, but there it is. So three receivers right, one left, as it was a cramp for Haley. He's going to take a breather on the sideline. Hard count for Isaiah Haynes, the quarterback for the Yellow Jackets. They're at their own 35-yard line. Second down and eight. Going from right to left. Chester bringing the rush. Going to be a pitch far side, and he cuts it inside, picks up the first down. That across the 45 to the 47-yard line. 
Let's see who that was. That's senior Eli Craddock, number yeah. six. Eli Craddock had a couple of good carries in the first half. And another yellow jacket injury. Wow. Mm. Goodness. Well, folks, really quickly, last week our AirTech Heating and Air Special Teams Player of the Week was DJ Barksdale of the South Point Stallions. He returned a punt for a touchdown in South Point's destruction of defending 5A state champion Gaffney on behalf of Benny Etter and AirTech. We congratulate DJ Barksdale of the South Point Stallions. Remember, folks, no matter what the weather, AirTech makes it better. So it looks like it is another cramp for Fort Mill. And to tell you, what an impressive victory by South Point on a Saturday night, knocking off the defending state champions in the Gaffney Indians, like you said. I love what they did with DJ Barksdale. Did some good things on special teams. They put him at wide receiver, an impressive player. And remember the coaching change at South Point. Mm-hmm. No longer Mr. Holloway. He's now Holloway. back in Columbia with his beloved Gamecocks. Mm-hmm. So the error got started off on the right foot for the Stallions. Yep, Bobby Collins now the coach for the Stallions and kind of bamboozled us. Remember, everybody was worried about South Point when they had five turnovers in the Jamboree. Oh, my goodness. The Football City, US, uh, the U- Football City USA kickoff. Fake left, go right. Yeah, never get, never get too wrapped up with what teams do in those jamboree scrimmage type settings. South Point always has dudes, always. First and 10, ball at their own 48. Fort Mill drops back to pass, little swing pass to the running back, wide open at the 45 of Chester, hit hard at the 41, brought down, but it should be enough for another Fort Mill first down. Bryson Helms on the reception and another beautiful touch pass from Isaiah Haynes. Folks, that is a hard pass to make. You're on your back foot. You don't have your momentum going towards the receiver. You've got to get it over the defender and hit that uh, receiver coming out of the backfield on a wheel route in time. He's done it twice tonight. Out of the pistol, two receivers right, one left. They put two backs in motion. Haynes didn't like it, looked to the sideline, wanted to make sure that was right. Now they line up the receiver at tight end. And Haynes going to take it on the option inside the 40 to about the 36. A designed run for Haynes as the clock ticks at eight minutes left to play in the third quarter. Fort Mill trailing by 12. They need a drive, need some time off the clock, and most importantly, a score to finish it off. And this is exactly the kind of drive that, Tyler, you talked about Fort Mill having to have in this situation, 7.50 to go third quarter. Isaiah Haynes, tough yards right there. Not the biggest of quarterbacks, but he doesn't mind sticking his helmet down and uh, getting the dirty yards, so to speak. Three receivers right, one left. Now they move one in motion. Haynes going to roll to his right, going to flip it to the up back at the 35. Little shifty move at the 30. Picks up the first down. Move those chains. Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. I think one of the Chester defenders lost his... uh, Something or another back there uh, at about the uh, 40-yard line. Uh, That was a great juke and jive there by Stephen Ocampo. You don't see him very often on the offensive side for Fort Mill. He's got his eye on the Springs Insurance defensive player of the game, but he can play two ways as well. Yeah, he was sitting there at running back and just slipped out of the flat, and he was wide open. First and 10, ball at the Chester 31. Going to hand up. No, Isaiah Haynes going to keep it. Pitches it far side, down the sideline, close to the first down as he knocks out of bounds. And that was that Jackson Smith. Yes, Jackson Smith, who knocked through the 36-yard field goal earlier tonight. That's the first time he's carried the ball. And he was on the left side of the formation in the H-back set, came across the formation. Isaiah Haynes passed the line of scrimmage. 
saw it out of the corner of his eye, read, read the defensive end perfectly, pitched it the last second, but he put it out in front of Smith. That's been the difference. You put it out in front of the running back, let him run into it, catch it, full steam, picked up the first down. we got to stop it. Another injury for Fort Mill. Yeah, Goodness. It looks, and it looks like another cramp. They're going to say Jackson Smith just got the first down as he tiptoed out of the sideline. First and 10, ball right at the 20. High School Football on the OTS Sports Network, brought to you in part by McDonald's. Download their new app today. Stonehaven Remodeling, come home to your dream home. And by Lighthouse Heating and Cooling Specialist, your guide to complete home comfort. WRHI folks, join Kevin and Taylor each weekday morning for a fresh, family-friendly approach to the daily grind. Weekdays, 6 to 11 a.m. here on 104. Point one, the bridge. Also, remember the red, the end zone is going on at the moment. Wall of Famer Chuck Roberts, he's got all the scores, a recap of tonight's game. There have been some finals, as Tyler alluded to, some changes on the nickel store scoreboard. Other games will be going final here really soon, so Chuck will have all that information for you as he's back at Broadcast House doing what he does very well. So this is one of the linemen for Fort Mill. It's 65, and that is Trenton McGill. Yeah, coming off gingerly. Now, he's a sophomore for Fort Mill, but he's a starting offensive lineman, a young, a young man. That, well, we talked about Chester with a youth movement. Fort Mill's Fort facing Mill. a very similar script, and McGill a big part of that youth movement. First and 10, ball at the 20. Fort Mill down by 12. We're back to action. Little pitch near side. This is Cade Haley breaking tackles. Spins out of one down to the 15, 14-yard line before he's gang-tackled and stopped there. What a tough, hard run by Cade. Have you ever had one player win both offensive and defensive player of the game? <laughs> He's got a I'm chance. Just saying. I mean, there's first time for everything. But, again, hard-nosed run from a, from a young man who basically came through middle school and Fort Mill football as a linebacker. But the athleticism of Cade Haley to be able to run the football with such a nasty streak is a big plus for Rob McNeely. Haynes in the shotgun, got a running back behind him, going to throw this over the middle, that is caught, and he's going to be tackled right at the five, four-yard line, finally brought down, ball comes loose, but they're ball blow comes it dead. loose, I think they're, they're going to blow it, it dead. dead, yeah. And yeah. that is number 42, Gannon Burt. Burt. Now we've seen him at linebacker, now one official is giving the ball oh to Chester, boy. but the whistle blew before the ball popped out. So we're going to have a zebra comment. They're going to give it to the Cyclones. Wow. A late, late call by the officials gives the ball back to Chester. You had a whistle blow, and we all thought before it blew the play possession dead. Changed. Yep, before the possession changed, one official came in and said he saw differently, and they switched possessions and give it back to Chester. Wow. Wow. What a massive sequence and, and a big mm -mm. shot in the gut to Fort Mill. But if you're Victor Floyd and the Chester Cyclones, if you drive the field here and make it three possession, eh, tough road to hoe for Fort Mill. Boy, that was a good drive by the Yellow Jackets, and it's taken away. With his possession clearly stopped. Anyway. Three down linemen. They've spread them out. This is Floyd Young, and he's going to be tackled behind the line of scrimmage, and they drag him back to the one. Wow. And guess who made the tackle? Gannon Burt, the young man who actually coughed up the football, so to speak. He's a little uh, <clears throat> PO'd on that one, and he took out his frustrations on the young running back for Chester right there. Shot through the hole and just blew him up. And they're going to say his forward progress was the four. Wow. So... 
Chester will have it. Second down and 12 yards to go. They're in the shadow of their own end zone at their own four. Trooper Floyd's going to keep it himself and just run. Out across the 10 to the 15. Far side of the field is actually going to not quite get the 15-yard line, but he does get some room for his offense, a little room to breathe, and make it a manageable third down, third down and three upcoming. Now, Trooper Floyd is a sophomore, ladies and gentlemen, but he is a big fella. He is really tall, and he is thick. He's only going to get bigger and stronger and faster, which is scary if you're in uh, 3A football in the state of South Carolina. But right there, he showed just how much of a tough runner he can be. We've already seen his throwing attributes. Third down and three. Trooper Floyd going to keep it himself on the run. And look at this line just pushing forward to the first down yard marker. And he's going to be very close. Yardsticks are already moving. They're going to give it to him. Yeah, it was a very, very quick first down motion from the gentleman in the white hat. He didn't even wait for uh, the side judge to really tell him. He just said first down and on they go. Just a designed quarterback run where the entire line, receivers, and backs all push forward and just kind of create a wedge for the quarterback. And it did its job. Five-yard gain. Going to be handoff to the back, and he gets tackled at the line of scrimmage. Nothing doing there. Second down and 10. Your clock is ticking. 420 remains in this third quarter. It's 22 to 10. Chester leads Fort Mill. It almost comes across like Fort Mill needs some sort of turnover right here, some sort of big play, something. The players, that after that turnover, they're kind of, it took a lot of the, the, excuse the pun, the buzz out of the sideline and out of the team. It also took it out of the crowd as well. And you can, it's, it's gotten really quiet here in Bob Jones Stadium, and Chester's taking full advantage of it. They're already up to the 20 yard line. So, Trooper Floyd, the quarterback for Chester, put a lot of men in motion here. It's going to be a play action fake, screen pass down near side, and he's wrapped up and thrown down. And what a great open field individual effort tackle by Gavin Brandwood. Yeah, Gavin Brandwood running downhill as a linebacker, read it beautifully. He did not fall for, again, what I call the eye candy. All the motion, the offensive lineman pulling to the far side of the field towards the far hash, but he didn't fall for it at all. He kept his eye discipline on his assignment, which was that single receiver down below, and blew up that play. Nice tackle in space. Third down and 12. Three receivers left, one right. Trooper Floyd. Looking over the defense. Three down linemen for Fort Mill. They're spreading everybody out. Floyd back to pass, looking. Line collapses, got to do something with it. He's sacked. Flag comes in. He is sacked, though, back at the eight-yard line. Now he's looking around wanting it to be a horse collar, and I'm going to tell you why I don't think it should be is the Fort Mill defender got it inside the jersey, but not inside the shoulder pads. The penalty is holding against Chester. It's declined. Yeah. And I think Mr. Floyd wanted it to be a horse collar. It's not. If the defender puts his hand inside the jersey and brings you down, then that is not a penalty. If you put your hand inside the shoulder pads and bring the young, or at least change his position, then that is a personal foul, which is a massive change in this game because that probably would have given Chester a first down. Now they got a punt. Harrison Knoll gets credit for the sack for Fort Mill, and that is exactly what the Yellow Jackets needed. 2.40 remain here in this third quarter, and it's a big boot by Chester. The best punt of the night. Going to take a Cyclone bounce at the 45. It's going to be returnable. 
far sideline, breaks a couple of tackles and wrapped up finally inside the 35-yard line. And Yellow Jackets will have great field position. They're going to have to separate a little scrum here. Things getting chippy, no flags. Little emotion there from a senior. That uh, punt return by was number 18, Dylan Schaefer, is another two-sport athlete for Fort Mill. And there's uh, a late flag. And, and Dylan is an emotional guy. He's trying to, to jack his own team up, trying to get them emotionally pumped back up. Uh, the actual Fort Mill players were trying to get the student section jacked up before that uh, third down play. So did Fort Mill cross the line here, or did they get the, the retaliation? How many times do we see it in the game of football, Tyler, where – the officials don't catch the instigator, they catch the retaliator. Well, I'm a little curious about who they're going to call this on, and, and I think Victor Floyd's got a pretty valid point. He does. Both teams were headed back to their respective sidelines, and then they threw a flag. Yes, and I'm almost wondering if we're going to get the dreaded offsetting. But will it be unsportsmanlike? And why is that a big deal? Well, unsportsmanlike conduct penalties are big. Folks, if you get two in a game, you're gone. And, and actually, there's a Chester Cyclone player tonight that's not playing because of that. And it is offsetting yeah. unsportsmanlike conducts against each team. We don't know who, but again, offsetting. So after the play was over, dead ball. So much ado about nothing. Yep. 2.24 left in the third. It's 22 to 10. Chester leads Fort Mill in week one high school football action. Of course, this is the second week of the high school football season, as in the South Carolina High School League, we have a week zero. A lot of media doesn't like the week zero. Like right. a lot of the guys that do the writing, the writers, yes. the scribes, if you will, the the gentlemen on the beat, they, they, they don't like writing week zero. They don't and, like and, typing it. And on Palmetto Mornings, I thought Chris Miller, our boss, I thought he did a fantastic job of describing why it's called week zero. And even he sounded like he had a little disdain for the reason it's called week zero. But his explanation, I thought, was spot on. All right, so Fort Mill has the football after the offsetting penalties. They're going to have it inside Chester territory. And, boy, they need to score bad here. Down by 12 in Cyclone territory. Got to take advantage of this field position now. Isaiah Haynes with a hard snap count. Play clock. Not a problem. It's at 15. Looks over the defense. Three down linemen. Two receivers on the near side, a couple of men in motion. It's going to be a delayed handoff to Kate Haley. Actually, that was Craddock on the carry. Gets a gain of two. Eli going to make it a second down and eight as the clock will tick under two minutes to play. So if you're the Chester Cyclones here, you're hoping to keep Fort Mill off the scoreboard or at least to a field goal that would cut the lead to only nine. If you're Fort Mill, you got to score a touchdown. But now I'm curious if they scored a touchdown, do you go for two? But that's a long way off. Three receivers left, one right. Isaiah Haynes back to pass. Three-step drop, going to roll to his right, looking. Fires this one into the end zone. Got him in and complete. It was, oh, it was underthrown, and it was a tough spot to hit the receiver, too. A little flag route in the corner of the end zone. And, John, we've got another cramp on Fort Mill. We do. Uh, Max Piercy was the receiver, and he had a five-step advantage on the defensive back. He was waltzing into the end zone, but Isaiah Haynes had to throw it off his back foot, and when you do that as a quarterback, the ball tends to float. That takes a lot of the the juice off of it, and it becomes underthrown. What you want to see the receiver try to do is come back for the football right there instead of continuing on with the route. Read the football in the air and make the adjustment 
accordingly come back and get the football. But, again, another cramp. I'm going to get on, on the coach's soapbox for a second. Hydration starts on Monday, not on Friday. Way too many uh, cramps for Fort Mill tonight. Yeah, a lot. High School Football on the OTS Sports Network brought to you in part by the Medical University of South Carolina, the official health care provider of Chester and Lancaster County Schools, and by Comporium, your friendly neighborhood tech giant, Harbor Chase of Rock Hill, celebrating senior living every day. And don't forget, folks, coming on later in the ballgame, Tyler and I are going to have the uh, tough task of picking an air tech heating and air offensive player of the game and a Springs Insurance defensive player of the game. There is a plethora of candidates. There certainly is. Unfortunately for us. <laughs> 144 left in. But, boys, if you want to make it easy on us, hey. Our goal club level. Thank you to Hobos. Let's take a time out here. This is taking a little longer than normal for a cramp, so we'll step aside. It is 22 to 10. Chester leads Fort Mill. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Stonehaven Remodeling is expanding. They're looking for qualified trade employees and subcontractors. Come and be a part of a team that has been growing right here in Fort Mill for over 15 years. Drop by their office or call Stonehaven at 803-804-7105. Have an electrical need? I'm Jonathan Brown. And whether it's a light switch, fan change, or even new fuses, or even a whole house, at Jonathan Brown Electric, we have it all covered. As a lifelong resident of York County, I'm here to serve you. I am fully licensed, bonded, and insured. Call me at 704-936-899. High gas prices, inflation, rising food costs. Oh, my. With the price of everything going up, it's nice to know you can still feed your family of five for less than $5 per person. Yes, go to any local KFC and get the eight-piece family meal, complete with two large sides, biscuits, and a half gallon of our famous sweet tea for less than five bucks per person. Choose from original recipe, extra crispy, and even chicken tenders. Save the time, money, and gas from going to the grocery store and just let KFC provide dinner tonight. KFC, bringing the family back to the table. This is Mike Elder. We're the pool care specialists at Imperial Pool and Spa in Lake Wiley and Rock Hill. We're your local BioGuard dealer, ready to assist you with a wealth of pool care knowledge, wide range of proven BioGuard products, and everything needed to establish the best system. Come see us. For crave-worthy pizza, it's Topper's Pizza. Delivery or carry-out, late night or right now, with fresh handmade dough and a huge selection of toppings. And you gotta have the world-famous Topper Sticks. It's Topper's Pizza with locations in Fort Mill, Tika K, and South Charlotte. So another cram for Fort Mill. That has been, unfortunately, one of the storylines in this second half. And that is Grayson Sykes. Another, sorry, Tyler, another another lineman. Yeah, another lineman, another sophomore, another part of that youth movement going on with the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. And we talked about that before tonight's game. And that was one of the things for both teams. Again, neither team lost a lot of seniors quantity-wise, but the quality of the seniors that, that did exit stage left, no pun intended, big time quality players that are playing at the next level by and large. All right, so we reset third down and nine. Minute 44 remain in the third quarter. It's 22 to 10. Chester leads Fort Mill. Yellow Jackets have it in Cyclone territory right there at the 30. Two receivers left, moving a man in motion. Going to be a handoff to Cade Haley right up the gut, gashes the Cyclones, runs into his own man inside the 10. It should be first and goal for the Yellow Jackets. I'm going to go into my Mario Washington impression. 
<laughs> that's what Cade Haley did right there. Bowling ball, bounce off a tackler, bounce off a tackler, bounce off a tackler. He got touched right as he went through the A-gap, right up the gut. But as soon as he did, he just kept pinballing off defenders. And he a lot, they call it yak, yards after contact, about 12 to 13 yards after contact. Correction, that's a fresh Grayson deal. First time we've called his name, he's going to get it again. And he's going to be drugged down after a gain of maybe a yard. Looks like he just got back to the original line of scrimmage, so no gain. And he did not quite get first and goal. So the first down yard marker is at the two. So first, excuse me, second down and nine now. And the ball is right outside the ten. So Grayson Deal, a fresh deal. He has, we had not seen him all game until this Late portion of the third quarter. Haynes going to throw over the middle. Almost a one-handed grab incomplete. Oh, just out of the reach of the intended receiver. Third down and long upcoming. And uh, that's number 14. That's Jackson Smith. He had a paw on it. Isaiah Haynes had to throw the football a little faster than he wanted to. He had the uh, right defensive end for Chester in his lap when he let go of the football. So he was actually having somebody draped all over his lower body as he let the football go. And Jackson quite... Didn't have his head turned around, so good defense there by Chester. Second down and 10. Ball at the 12. Isaiah Haynes. Actually, it's third down. Correction. Two receivers right, one left, and there's a throw down to the one-yard line. It hit the ground. I thought he was able to get his hands under that. Couldn't do it. Fourth down. Jason Moran, a tender receiver, he went to catch it, and the ball was a little bit behind him. As he went to his keister, he tried to reach behind his body and pick the ball, but it, it did kiss off the turf. But this is just my humble opinion. This is four-down territory if you're four middle. Yeah. Field goal doesn't do you a whole lot of good under a minute to play third quarter. So 44 ticks left in the third. We still have a whole fourth quarter to go, but Fort Mill's going to go for it, down by two scores. Two receivers right, one left. Isaiah Haynes, another hard count. Three-step drop. Oh, being chased. Nowhere to go. Sacked. Sacked. Turnover on downs for the Cyclones. And right there, Fort Mill did not change up the sequence. What do I mean by that? Quarterback Isaiah Haynes kept the the same cadence. And that right there, Chester Cyclones had it timed perfectly. As soon as the football was snapped, they were off like a, a, a a ball shot out of a cannon and made the play right there. If you're Fort Mill, you at least want to slow that rush down. Go back to the hard count a little bit and at least get those defensive linemen on their heels a little bit. Chester read it perfectly. So turnover on downs, and we need to give credit to the man who got the sack, Kion Kennedy. He's made a couple of big plays on defense for Chester and offense. And there's a little pitch far side in the passing game. Gets about six yards. We'll see what our private tour today to explore our community. Celebrate senior living at Harbor Chase Riverwalk. 803-752-0195. This is Debbie from Southern Salads. You know our salads. Now try our burgers. They're half pound and hand patted. For a twist, try our cheesy burger with spicy pimento cheese or our southern burger with slaw and chili. Southern Salads, your favorite place to meet and eat. So our Tri-County listening area is not the only area in the state of South Carolina affected by the lightning and weather. I was looking at some of the scores. There are many games in the upstate that are in the same situation we are that are in the second half. I saw Dutch Fork and Spartanburg. Actually, that game is heading to halftime. 
That uh, what? Yeah, that game Ooh. did not get started until it appears after 10 o'clock. 22 to 10 is our score here in Fort Mill. Chester leads the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets as we start the fourth quarter. Tyler Cup, John Turner, Matt Hires back at Broadcast House. We're here at Bob Jones Stadium. Cyclones have the ball facing a second down and four in their own territory. A little screen pattern. Catches at the 20. Oh, boy. 30, 40 down the sideline. Steps out of bounds. Let's see where he stepped out. That was a nice pitching catch. Great run by Reggie Heath. He caught the touchdown earlier. Stepped out at the 46, so a huge gainer on second down and four. Brings up a new set of downs for the Cyclones. Big props right there to Floyd Young, number 25 for the Cyclones. Why? Great block out in space, way over past the uh, the marker here near side. He created that lane on the outside, turned his defender sideways. Great block in open space. Another hard run by Floyd Young. As a whistle blows quickly, I didn't see a penalty. No, a, a young man, a yellow jacket helmet went flying off, so he's got to come off for a play. Just like Ocampo. So they're going to say no gain on the play. Second down and 10. 22 to 10, still your score. Chester leads Fort Mill. Cyclones around midfield. Trooper Floyd drops back to pass. Fires this one over the middle. Inside yellow jacket territory at the 45, where he's finally drugged down by a host of Yellow Jackets. And that's gonna be close to a first down there at the 45 yard line. Right there to me, that is a play call based on film. They saw what Fortman was doing defensively there, almost a zone defense where you had a triangle between a linebacker and two defensive backs and the receiver sat down right smack dab in the middle of it, easy pitch and catch. I'll tell you something, Tyler, the show Mr. Floyd at quarterback for Chester, he's gonna be something. Mm-hmm. Jaquan Carter on the reception, and here is Trooper Floyd going to keep it himself. Picks up the first down at the 40-yard line. Again, they, they've run that quite a few times, and it has worked very well. Just a designed quarterback keeper where the entire line, uh, backs and receivers, almost just like collapse in and create a little crease for the QB. They only needed a couple yards, and they picked all of it up. And a little handoff straight ahead, bounces off tackle, maybe gets back to the original line of scrimmage. That's Floyd Young again. And it was an 81 on the tackle. We didn't know who 81 was last week. He wasn't on our roster. But by the way, that's Henry DeBout, by mm-hmm. the way. We have him on the roster this week. But another yellow jacket just sat down on the turf. And it Holy looks smokes. like another cramp. Yes, sir. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. 10.39 remains in the fourth quarter. It's 22-10. to 10. We'll step aside. Time out. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. When starting your own business, every move you make can have major impacts on your tax obligations. You don't know it all, and we don't expect you to. So consult with an advisor at Abacus Tax and Books because it's never too early to plan. Call today, 803-548-1099. Summer is nearly over, but Toyota of Rock Hill says hold on to the last days of summer and drive your perfect summer souvenir for less during the Toyota National Sales Event with our real zero deal. Zero due at signing, zero payments for three months, and zero cost maintenance. Plus, get top dollar when you trade or sell us your car. Visit Toyota of Rock Hill today, located minutes from uptown at exit 79. ToyotaRockHill.com. Select new 2022 models with approved credit, excludes tax, tag, license, and fees. Includes 378 doc fee. Financial referral payments added to loan. Not all buyers qualify. Expires 9622. Back on the OTS Sports Network, second down and 10. Inside Fort Mill territory for Chester. A little pitch and catch over the middle. 
And he's going to get the first down inside the 30 down to the 29-yard line. He needed nine yards, got 10. Cheeky move there by the Cyclones. Fort Mill not ready for the snap right after the ball put back in play. And Andre Evans just took advantage of it. Nobody covered him in that slot receiver position. He basically just sort of cut his route off a little bleed towards the middle of the field. Another easy pitch and catch by Floyd. We've said that a lot tonight. But I'll tell you something, Victor Floyd has done a good job of designing an offense around a young man who can really spin it. We got to get some Gatorade down on the field. Another cramp situation. Twenty-two to ten. Get that kid a banana. Can, <laughs> do, we, do we do we need to get Pedialyte as a sponsor of the OTS Sports Network? We need something. Let's take a timeout. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. At Firehouse Subs, enjoy more subs and save more lives. Portion of the proceeds go to first responders. Firehouse Subs make their subs differently because their subs can make a difference. Your locally owned and operated Firehouse Subs, Dave Law Boulevard, Antigua K. With Comporium, you get way more than home security. You get eyes everywhere. Remote access to lights and locks from anywhere. And right now, you'll get a secure home for a lot less than you think with anytime live video streaming, remote temperature control, and 24-7 monitoring. We're more than your internet company. We're your peace of mind, never felt this easy company. For zero stress levels, they connect it to what matters most. Comporium, always ready. <laughs> oh, welcome back, Fort Mill, 22 to 10, and I think that was Stephen Ocampo. Yes, two-way player for the Yellow Jackets, right there, and he's had a, a, a long night. He, he, I mean, he's had his name called a lot both sides. He's played his heart out. He's put it all out there this evening. 22 to 10, Chester leads Fort Mill out of the shotgun, four receiver set. Oh, look at the blitz here by Fort Mill. They brought the house, and it worked. Tackled in the backfield back at the 35. They brought the uh, the cheerleaders and the band on that one. There was only three <laughs> defensive backs, 10 yards from the play. Everybody else with their hair on fire, found a gap, split it, selling out on the run. i tell you something, if he makes a couple of guys juke and jive, he's gone. Second down and 14 after the loss on the play. Clock ticking, 9.52 remaining in the game. Pump fake by Trooper Floyd. Going to throw this one down the near side. It's incomplete. He was actually caught by the receiver, uh, Reggie Heath, but he was out of bounds. Couldn't get one foot in. That was an intended pump fake and throw down the, well, it was just a simple go route down the near side. So that's a, third down and 14. That's a hard throw for seniors that are well-seasoned to make because you're asking a young man to throw the ball from the middle of the football field, right, to throw it outside the numbers but inside the boundary. That's only about a seven-yard bucket to drop it in. Really tough place to put the football. Third down and 14. Trooper Floyd going to pass, almost sacked, rolls out, left side, caught by the receiver at the 10, five still on his feet. Brought down. Going to be first and goal for the Cyclones. Sandorian Pendergrass. Oh, what a grab. Listen, when you're in Chester, you're going to see a Pendergrass or two. Tell you that or right five now. Or five yeah, or six. Or five or six. Yes. That Pendergrass name is strong in Chester County, and they have had some great athletes come through. And boy, oh, boy, they got another good one. Great catch. First time we've called that young man's name down the near side. And good job of Floyd getting free, almost sacked set his feet, found his receiver through his progression. Kept his eyes down the football field. Yeah. Very impressive for a sophomore. So Trooper Floyd 
Out of the shotgun, snap, four receivers. He's going to keep it himself on the run, but it is clogged up by the Yellow Jackets. And it's going to bring up second and goal at the two. So that's the same run play that they, they ran on the third and short earlier. Fortville right there saw it just a few moments ago, diagnosed it right away, was able to clog it up. But again, clock, tick, 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 tick. The clock is the enemy of the gentleman wearing the blue and gold so far. Chester is just chewing it up. If they score a touchdown here, it's going to be tough sledding for Fort Mill. Second down and goal at the two. Fort Mill showing blitz. Going to hand it off to Floyd. Nothing there. Good job of the Fort Mill defense closing in on Floyd Young. So you got Trooper Floyd, the quarterback, and Floyd Young, the running back. Broadcaster's nightmare. Mm -hmm. But I'll say this, with their backs against the wall, a lot of players, a lot of teams would just let them waltz into the end zone. Fort Mill is bowing their back right here and making Chester earn the six points. Eight minutes to play in the game. Third down and goal. Handoff. Crowded the line. They're trying to push him across the goal line. Can't do it. He's going to be down at the one. Boy, what a stand here by Fort Mill. If you kick the field goal, if you're Chester, that would make it 25 to 10. It's still a two-possession game because you could have a touchdown and a two-point conversion, then a touchdown and a one-point conversion. That would tie the ball game. If you're Coach Floyd here, you, you, you go for the touchdown. You don't make it, Fort Mill's 99 yards to pay dirt. Quick timeout. We'll do it with them. Step aside. High school football in the OTS Sports Network. I'm Dr. Sam with Burrow Welshel Colt Orthodontics. Ready to get the ball moving for braces this fall? Our special teams are ready. Visit us at SaturdayBraces.com to set up your free consult. At Burrow Welshel Colt Orthodontics, we make smiles that last a lifetime. School's back in session, and dinner is just one more thing on the list. Make mealtime easy with a stop at your local McDonald's. Plus, through September 4th, download the McDonald's app and get a crispy chicken sandwich combo for just $5. Back on the OTS Sports Network, decision time for Victor Floyd and these Chester Cyclones. They are going for it. Fourth down and goal. Trooper Floyd in the Cyclone offense comes out and another timeout by Victor. Well, he took a couple timeouts in the halftime. He ain't taking any back with him down I-77. <laughs> and I know what some fans are thinking right here. Are you allowed to call back-to-back -back timeouts in yes. South Carolina high school football? Yes, you are. Yes. So we'll keep it right here. And, you know, obviously these coaches know a lot more than we do, but I'm just wondering if Victor saw the defensive alignment Fort Mill was going to bring out. Because Fort Mill, they have brought a bunch of different looks. They've gone three-man, they've gone four-man. In this goal line set, it looks like they've shown blitzing a couple of times. Victor, I guess, didn't like what he saw and wanted to reset things. So, But it, I almost feel like we've seen Trooper Floyd grow up in one football game. Go back to the very beginning of the football game when he looked like a sophomore. He looked rattled. He looked like he had happy feet. He wasn't set into the game. He has been smooth as silk since that long lightning delay and right there that is a very mature play to see yeah. what you just said and turn around to the official and go hey timeout timeout let's let's regroup here 22 to 10 chester leads and they're looking for some tacked on insurance fourth and goal at the two trooper floyd in the offense two receivers one back floyd going to be a fade route in the corner of the end zone and that is 
He bobbled it. Did he hang on to the catch? No, incomplete. So he caught the football, Tyler, but when he did, his upper body was laying on the yes. white. So. Good call, John. He, he did bring the ball down, but as he was bringing it down, he slid out of bounds. His knee slid into the white chalk. Good call by you and good call by the officials. Boy, oh, boy, that is a tough one for Chester. But you know what? Give credit to this Fort Mill defense for standing strong. They still got a little bit of life. Down 22 to 10. Shadow their own end zone. They got to go the length of the football field just to bring it within one score. But, again, it would have been real easy for young 15, 16, 17-year-old young men to just say, well, they're this close on first down. Fort Mill said, no, I don't think so, and held their own ground. By the way, that was not – pass interference right there by Fort Mill. I'll tell you why. It was just what I call a chicken fight, just hand fighting back and forth. Official should have kept his flag in his pocket, and he did. Good officiating. So Isaiah Haynes with a hard snap count, trying to get a little room for his offense. Chester's already jumped off sides a couple of times tonight. A couple man in motion, going to hand it off straight ahead. Not much room there. I got back to the original line of scrimmage. I don't think he quite got a yard, so second down and 10. Well, they're going to give him a yard, so second down and nine, we'll call it. And, folks, don't forget about the other area games. There are some other area games going on. You can check out the Nichols Store scoreboard, WRHI.com. You can also see our main man, Chuck Roberts. He's got the uh, the end zone going on right now on the, some of the OTS Sports uh, Network stations. Also, Facebook and uh, uh, Cable Channel 103. Check that out if you're inclined to see what the other scores are around the state of South Carolina. Straight up the gut, and that's a first down for Fort Mill. So they were at their own two-yard line, and that was Grayson Deal, who has brought some life into this Yellow Jacket offense. He's had three big gainers in this second half, and that one goes for about 12. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets. Here we go. Uh, the breath of fresh air of fresh legs. It's amazing what that can do for a football team. Isaiah Haynes moves a man in motion, and it's going to be a pitch far side. Got some room, 20, 25, 30, 35, brought down there, and another first down for the Yellow Jackets. Move those chains. And it looks like Tyson Helms uh, on the uh, – basically it's a running play because that was a backward pass, so it just go as a running play there. But, again, outside the numbers, far side of the field, Chester had bottled up everything inside, so Helms had all kinds of room to run. 22-10, your score. Chester leads Fort Mill, but the Yellow Jackets are driving. Isaiah Haynes with a run here, 40-45, midfield brought down. Three plays, three first downs for the Yellow Jackets, and they're inside Chester territory. Clock ticking, though. 6.06 left in the game. Looked like a broken play. I don't think it was. I'll tell you why. Four wide receivers, all of them on a go right. That cleared out the linebacking core and the defensive secondary. Isaiah Haynes saw that, took off with the football, used his running skills, and he had, once he broke that first area and got to the second level, he was wide open. First and ten, four wide. Ball at the 47. Ball is bobbled, and he's hit, and the ball falls out of his hands. That's a good piece of defense there by Reggie Heath. He just knocked the shoulder pads into the Fort Mill defender, excuse me, the Fort Mill receiver. And what do we got here? I'm not normally, I'm sorry, I'm not normally a fan of just laying the lumber on somebody and not wrapping up, but I will take that back on that play and tell you why. 
Helms bobbled a little bit. Heath, if he just goes for a normal tackle around the waist, Helms probably brings that in. But because he laid into his shoulder and popped him, that took uh, Helms's breath away a little bit. Ball goes up in the air, and he can't make the acrobatic catch. That's great defense there by Heath. Second down and 10. Clock stopped at 547. Throw over the middle. Wide open receiver caught at the 35. At the 30, brought down inside there at the 28-yard line. <laughs> First down, four mil at the 30. Another young yellow jacket laying down on the ground. Another cramp. But remember, Tyler, this drive started at the one. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this does not slow down the momentum. It's certainly going to slow the game down as both teams are going to huddle up on their respective sidelines. 539 remains in the football game. 22 to 10. Chester leads Fort Mill. High school football on the OTS Sports Network. Brought to you in part by Topper's Pizza. Specialty pizzas with flavorful toppings. Delivery and curbside pickup. Two locations, Fort Mill and Tiga K. Will Lou Gray Opportunity School. They specialize in helping at-risk students. WillLouGray.org. And by Springs Insurance of Fort Mill and Indyland. Visit their website at springsinsurance.com. And speaking of Springs Insurance, they are sponsoring the defensive player of the game tonight for the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. Some candidates for that. Also the AirTech Heating and Air Offensive Player of the game. And again, a lot of candidates, not a lot of separation there. Deals put his hat in there for mm -hmm. offense there. So uh, big, but a 539 to go. Somebody could rise up and take that for themselves. But again, it looks like another cramp there by Fort Mill. And what the reason you don't want it here twofold obviously you don't want any young man to be hurt that that's the last thing anybody wants but the second thing is fort mill got into a rhythm you re referenced that earlier talking about the chester offense which they were in a good rhythm fort mill in a great rhythm right there that takes the sting out of it no pun intended it really slows things down it gives chester a chance to catch their breath and regroup and, and so fort mill you got to keep your foot on the pedal here and get seven that was Tyson Helms. So Fort Mill back first out, 10, first and 10. They've had first downs on four of their last five plays. Two receivers left, two right. Isaiah Haynes, the QB, three-step drop. Now he's being chased, got a run, tucks it, 25. Hit hard out of bounds inside the 25 there. It's still a positive gain. Does stop the clock at 530. So Fort Mill down by 12. They've got five and a half left to go in this game. They're going to give them five yards on the carry. So second down and five to go. Ball at the 25. Yellow Jackets on the move. This drive started at the one. Haynes with another hard snap count. Play clock at 16. Two receivers left, one right. Haynes looks over the defense, showing a four-man front for Chester. Haynes, oh, little juke inside at the 20 and taken down at the 15-yard line. Looked like he was going to pitch it outside, cut it inside for the run, and this is going to be another Fort Mill first down. This has been an extremely impressive drive by the offensive staff called here by the Yellow Jackets and these players. What a drive here. So Isaiah Haynes, again, reading the defensive back. Right there, the defensive back. Cheated to his right a little bit, expecting that pitch like Tyler referenced. So Isaiah Haynes reads that, takes advantage of it, cuts it inside, big gainer. Haynes drops back, going to throw a little swing pass, and the receiver falls down at the 15. He's saying he caught it. That's Jackson Smith. Not going to matter. I don't think that would have been for a positive game. They say he dropped it. And, and Tyler, I'm actually going to say that that is a positive for Fort Mill because it stops the clock. Right. 
And what do we got here? Looks like a timeout. We'll do it with him. Timeout on the field. 4.58 remains. 22 to 10. Chester leads Fort Mill. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. This is Benny Etter. If your air conditioning unit is straining under the summer heat, there's no reason to wait until it breaks down completely. No matter what the weather, air to fix it better. Don't wait until it's too late. Call 327-7100. Untangling your headphones, finding the right remote, saying goodbye to your favorite shirt that hasn't fit in 10 years. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who live in your community and answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things, like finding a new favorite shirt. That's simple human sense. This is Robert Allison. See us at Springs Insurance, Fort Mill, Lancaster, and Indian Land. Protecting what's important to you. Second down and 10 for the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. They're inside the red zone. Placing the football at the 15 of Chester. Three receivers left, one right. Cyclones lead it by 12. Yellow Jackets. Haynes going to roll to his left. Rolls back to his right. On the move at the 20, 15, 10. Out of bounds right outside the 5. Boy, Isaiah Haynes leaving it all out there tonight. Great decision-making there. He could have forced it in the end zone, but decided to tuck it and run. Wise on two accounts. Yes, he took what the defense gave him, and that's a, a very wise move to make. The other thing was is he sidestepped the defender to step out. He did not take the big hit. That's, that's a young quarterback. He's a senior now growing up. So third down and one. Ball at about the seven-yard line. Three receivers left, one right. Haynes waiting for the call from the sideline. Play clock at five. Haynes drops back, looking. Looks like he's going to run again at the five. Tries to get in, reaches for the pylon. Did he get in? And I'm going to say that he did not get in. Did I'm not. Why. Oh. The ball broke the plane, but not before his right knee touched well. down. And the ball's inside <laughs> the one. I know well, that's not what the blue and gold fans want to hear, but that's what I saw. Well, I apologize. I hesitated because all the officials are looking at each other, waiting for somebody to give no. an answer and make no, the call. No, you make the call. No, you make the call. <laughs> Second down and goal at the whoa. That's where it is. <laughs> whoa. Haynes going to hand it off straight ahead, walks into the end zone, touchdown, Fort Mill. And, and that was legs. Grayson Deal. Fresh legs deal, the fresh deal. That's another big carry. He's had three big gashers, now a touchdown. Fort Mill back in the ball game. 419 to play fourth quarter, has cut the lead to six right here. They're going to kick the, go for one. Good decision because going for two doesn't really help you a whole lot. No. So, late substitution for Fort Mill on the extra point, 22 to 16. Spot kick, and it is good. 22 to 17. 419 remains in the in the ball game. We got a good one. Sit tight. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. This is Debbie from Southern Salads. You know our salads. Now try our burgers. They're half pound and hand patted. For a twist, try our cheesy burger with spicy pimento cheese or our southern burger with slaw and chili. Southern Salads, your favorite place to meet and eat. 
Are you or someone you know nervous about the housing market? Don't be. It should be fun and stress-free with the right agent by your side. With my 15 years experience, let's make it easy. I'm Teresa Pavone with Keller Williams South Park, and if you want real-life real estate, find me on Facebook. Real Estate by Teresa Pavone. Founders knows you must use your best money-saving strategies to reach your full financial potential, including finding the best interest rates on your credit cards. In our current economy, you've got to make every dollar count. That's why Founders offers low balance transfer rates on all their credit cards. Get the most out of your credit card. Visit foundersfcu.com cc to apply and save today. Terms and conditions apply. Membership qualification required. Federally insured by NCUA. Twenty-two to seventeen, we have got a ball game, boys and girls. Four nineteen remains in this fourth quarter. I want to say hello to our new board engineer, Seth Eves. Boy, it's been a a gaggle of board ops tonight. So he's Seth Eves, the the big peach in the house, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the big peach indeed. So Fort Mill, oh, a little onside kick here, and it's right into the hands of Chester. He dropped but it. they dropped it. Ball is on the ground. They scrum for it. Fort Mill says they have it. Chester says they have it. No signal yet by the officials. Huge decision here. This is massive. They're still fighting for it. There is still a dog pile. Chester has Chester, the football. Yeah, Chester's got it. Folks, I'm not going to tell you what goes on at the bottom <laughs> of those piles. I'll just leave it to your imagination. But most of the stories you hear are true, by the way. It's hard to dislike that call catching Chester, you know, out of whack there on the onside. But, oh, boy, you're giving them the short field here as the Cyclones. That's why it's a risk. They've got the short field inside Fort Mill territory at the 49. But it, it just I've just thought about it for a second, Tyler. Actually, I like the call. Here's why. All the other kickoffs for Fort Mill have been pooch kicks. They've only been going down about 25, 30 yards. Yeah. If you're going to do that, just onside kick it. So handoff straight ahead, and look who's there. Our defensive player of the game candidate, Mr. 75 Lewis Price. Oh, boy, he has had a whale of a game. He came out of his defensive tackle position to just put his big bear claw on the running back and bring him down. Second down and 15 after the loss. Wow. His, uh, his position coach just came about five yards onto the field and gave him the old big fella, uh, what I call the belly bump right there. Uh, two big fellas coming together. He did. He stuck his big paws out there and said, I don't think you're going anywhere, young man. You're going right here. Time out on the field with 4.13 left. It's a second down and 14. 22-17 is your score. Chester leads Fort Mill. High school football on the OTS Sports Network brought to you in part by KFC. Get a taste you crave at a price you love. Borough, Welchel, Culp, Orthodontics, SaturdayBraces.com. And by Abacus Tax and Books. Call them at 548-1099. That's 548-1099. And don't forget, folks, there are games that have gone final in the OTS area. There have been some games that have been kicked to tomorrow on the Nickel Store scoreboard. Some of those scores are going to be, uh, hmm, kind of scores that are going to get your attention. Yeah. Chuck Roberts has all that information on other OTS network stations, also on Facebook and Cable Channel 103. Second down and 14, 22 to 17, your score. Chester going from right to left. They're in their own territory at the 48. And another tackle for loss for the Yellow Jackets. Oh, Landon Kurtz on the stop. 
And again, he stayed disciplined with his eyes. He didn't fall for the fakes. He knew that they were going to go underneath, and he jumped it, and he got there in space. And again, that's a hard tackle to make in space. But if you can keep the offensive player's momentum from going forward like Landon Kurtz did, you can bring him down for a loss. Huge third down in this game right here. So another timeout called. Let's just give you the opportunity to tell you that high school football on the OTS Sports Network brought to you in part by Teresa Pavone with Keller Williams South Park Real Estate by Teresa Pavone on Facebook. AirTech Heating and Air no matter what the weather, AirTech makes it better. Toyota of Rock Hill, let's go places. And by your locally owned and operated Firehouse Subs, Dave Lau Boulevard in Rock Hill and Tika K. If so, it, if you ahead, don't have ahead. Wednesday night plans, by the way, folks, I, let me go ahead and make them for you. Wednesday night at 7 o'clock is South Carolina Sports Show of the Year at the Red Zone, live on Interstate 107. You'll have Chris Miller. You'll have the Dean Gene Knight. You'll have Tyler Cup. They'll be talking soup to the coaches, discussing next week's games, plus announcing the AirTech Heating and Air, Air Team Special Teams Player of the Week live on Interstate 107. Wednesday, hump day, 7 o'clock. Be there or be square. All right, third down and 17 yards to go. It's obvious. Fort Mill needs this stop. Cannot allow a first down. Trooper Floyd, the quarterback for the Cyclones, going to drop back, being chased, and he's sacked, and he's sacked. Ball's on the ground, but he picks it back up. Oh, my goodness. Three plays go for a loss back to back to back. Tackle for losses for this Yellow Jacket defensive front. And by my count, that's the third time we've called Gannon Burt's name on a on a loss, on a big loss as well. And, and Gannon is trying to make up for that the, the turnover, in air quotes, if you will, right there. And he's more than made up for it right there. Formula's going to get the football back. And he almost blocked a punt. High punt, going to take a... Chester bounce here, 20, 15, 14-yard line. And that's where it stops dead. So it is going to be a long drive to Pater to Fort Mill is going to win this football game with 319 left, two-minute drill offense time. Who wants to be the hero? 22 to 17 is your score. Fort Mill trails. They've got the football. Long way to go. So two notes here. First of all, the, the, the punt returner there is Landon Kurtz. You put your heels about 40 yards away. He didn't come up for that football. It cost the Jackets about 20 yards of field position. A long way to go. Yes, Tyler, you're exactly right there. But may I remind you, Fort Mill just drove 99 yards to put a score on the board. Can they do it again? So Not quite 99, but. They spot the ball at the 14, so 86 yards to the end zone. Three receivers right, one left. Going to be a little fake handoff. Haynes going to keep it himself. Nothing doing there. Not a great start to that drive. Give the credit on the stop to Cortez Woods, the senior linebacker. Actually going to give him a yard on his forward progress, but clock is ticking under three to play now. And remember, Fort Mill with two timeouts in their pocket. Two receivers right, two left. Isaiah Haynes going to roll to his right. Finds a wide-open receiver at the 20. 25, cuts it up field. 30, still on his feet at the 35-yard line. What a catch and run by the Yellow Jackets. Number 18, Dylan Schaefer. Dylan Schaefer, first time we've called his name at the wide receiver position. Made a play on defense. Here he is at wide out. First down and 10. 
Ball dead set at the 35. Haynes, three-step drop. Now he's going to roll to his right, being chased. Throws, and that's intercepted. Intercepted at midfield. And that might just do it. That's Maurice Feaster intercepting the football. And that's a tough spot for Isaiah Haynes, being chased out of the pocket, coming near side. He was either going to have to take the sack or simply throw it away. Not a whole lot of room to do anything with that football. Throws it right into the hands of a Chester defender. And with two timeouts, Fort Mill needs yet another stop and some luck on their side. Another cramp situation for the Yellow Jackets. And this is quarterback Isaiah Haynes, who's down on the ground. And right there, Coach McNeely's going to put his arm around his quarterback and say, listen, you got to throw that one into the trumpet section right there. You can't throw – and here's why, folks. You hear this football IQ stuff all the time. Here's something that you do not do as a quarterback. You do not throw late across your body back across the middle of the field. Was it in the middle of the field? No, but he was late across his body. He only had one receiver in the area, two defensive backs that were shadowing the receiver. Chunk that out of bounds. Live for third down. Don't turn it over. Now you're asking your defense to stop them at midfield. Fort Mill only two timeouts, 228 to go. If you do the math, and, and, and I was an accounting major at Clemson, so I'm terrible at math, but if you do it really quickly, if Chester picks up one first down, that might be all she wrote. Fort yeah. Mill's going to have to burn their TOs. Yeah, so two timeouts for Fort Mill. As John just said, a first down pretty much does it. Yellow Jackets need a little luck and a stop. Three down lineman for Fort Mill. They're showing blitz. Trooper Floyd, the quarterback for Chester. It's just going to be a simple quarterback sneak right up the gut, and he gashes the Yellow Jacket defense into their territory at the 43-yard line. Going to bring up a second down and short, about three yards to go. So great start for the Cyclone fans as they get a nice gain on first and 10 inside Fort Mill territory, forcing Fort Mill to take another timeout. We'll do it with them. Timeout on the field. You're listening to high school football on the OTS Sports Network. At Firehouse Subs, enjoy more subs and save more lives. Portion of the proceeds go to first responders. Firehouse Subs make their subs differently because their subs can make a difference. Your locally owned and operated Firehouse Subs, Dave Law Boulevard, Antigua K. Yeah, so I think we had a clock issue. I'm not sure that was a timeout. Everybody's kind of standing around. They didn't charge the Jackets with a timeout on the scoreboard. But the clock is running, and the officials waved it to stop to start. Then they stopped it, and they're going to have to reset the clock. So a little confusion there. Yeah. And, and that's a huge deal because the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets don't want it to run. The Chester Cyclones are like bleeded dry. 22-17, to 17, Chester leads Fort Mill. It's been a great game here at Bob Jones Stadium that started at 7.30, then got delayed due to lightning at about 7.50. We did not kick things back off until 9.30, and when we started back at 9.30, we still had six minutes left to go in the first quarter, so we have played nearly a full game uh, that started at 9.30, so a little late. And uh, and remember at the time, folks, at 6.05 left to go first quarter, it was 7 and nothing Yellow Jackets, and they had the football right. in pretty decent field position. Since that time, Chester has outscored Fort Mill 22 to 10. Mm-hmm. So that, that tells you what you need to know. And then you go back to the start of the second half, 
Fort Mill with a negative play or, or turnover, I should say. Big play by Chester. Those are the two turning points, in my opinion, in this football game, as well as the interception there near the end. Now, Cushman Neely's out on the field. He wants a he wants somebody to explain it to him. So second down and two is the situation with 152 left in this football game. 22 to 17, Chester leads Fort Mill. We have gone back and forth in this one, but Chester has controlled for the better part of this second half. Two receivers left, one right. It's going to be a handoff to Floyd Young. Bounces off a tackle. Another tackle still on his feet. Drug out of bounds. Does the clock stop there? Yes. It's going to be close to a first down here. Let's see where they mark it. And I'll tell you why. His progress going north to south was not stopped. He was still kind of coming towards the sideline, and no body part touched down before he got to the white chalk. So they're going to keep that that should stop the clock. It does. They stop the clock at 144, third down and two, only a gain of a yard. Three receivers right, one left. Trooper Floyd. Oh, they're going to throw here. Rolls to his right, throws over the middle, and that is incomplete. Boy, I thought that was intercepted for just a moment. Three blue jerseys closed in on that ball. Neither one of them could hang on to it. That's a brave call on third down. Very, very much so. So now it brings up fourth and two as the clock is stopped at 140. And someone in the press box just yelled flag. I, I personally don't see the hanky on the field, but. Yeah, I don't see the flag either. 22 to 17, Chester leads Fort Mill. We are waiting in the wings. Fort Mill is chomping at the bit to get this ball back and have one more crack at the end zone. And I don't know what we're waiting around here. These officials are discussing, but what are we waiting on? Boy, these guys are um, very thorough in their calls, are they not? Boy, that's painting a nice picture. (laughs) They take their time. So So now they're going to explain something to Rob McNeely. What that is, I don't know. High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Brought to you in part by Jonathan Brown Electric. We're here to brighten your day. Stonehaven Remodeling. Come home to your dream home. McDonald's. Download their new app today. And by Lighthouse Heating and Cooling Specialist, your guide to complete home comfort. And I think we're the last game on the OTS Sports Network. I think Northwestern and Clover just went final. Is that right? Yeah, us. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Tonight's AirTech Heating and Air Offensive Player of the Game for the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. Going to give it to Grayson Deal. Three huge runs all for first downs, and he scored a touchdown on the ground. To commemorate tonight's performance, Grayson Deal receives a personalizing grade plaque. Our congratulations to Grayson Deal. Tonight's AirTech Heating and Air Offensive Player of the Game for the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. And it did just go final. Northwestern defeats Clover 32-21 to on the nickel store, nickel store scoreboard. Pardon me. All right, so I'm not sure what happened, but they're giving 15 yards to Chester. That's an automatic first down, and that will just about do it. Did they give a signal on that? I never saw a signal. All I saw them do was march it off 15 yards. They're going to roll the clock as well. Personal foul. Foul on Fort Mill. So, And Fort Mill still has, the, according to the scoreboard, still has two timeouts remaining. So you can't take them home with you. There had to have been words said because there was – Nothing in terms of action done on a personal foul. That was a very, very late call. And what a backbreaker for Fort Mill because that's going to probably end this thing as Chester, yes, will get in the victory formation. 
with 135 left, leading 22 to 17 inside the 30-yard line of Fort Mill. Oh, what a tough one for the Yellow Jackets. They fought hard tooth and nail as Trooper Floyd takes the knee and the Cyclones will pick up their first win on the 2022 season. I tell you, Chester needed this one. They have a very tough non-conference schedule upcoming. They play Fairfield Central, who just went to 2-0. They play a White Knoll team who beat the brakes off of Spring Valley tonight. So very, very tough non-conference schedule upcoming for the Cyclones. And they're going to pick up a win here tonight with about a minute remaining clock ticking. Appreciate those tuning in late night. A little midnight madness as we yeah. are just past Ooh, midnight. Yeah. Gives you a chance to say tonight, Springs Insurance defensive player of the game for the Yellow Jackets is Gannon Bird. He had three tackles for loss, had a sack as well. So to commemorate tonight's performance, Gannon Bird will receive a personalized and gray plaque. Our congratulations to Gannon Bird tonight, Springs Insurance defensive player of the game for the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets. So it's all but over here as the clock continues to run with 38 seconds left, 22 to 17 will be your final, and I think they're going to have to kneel it one more time. Yes, they will. Again, you've got two games tomorrow on the OTS Sports Network. At 10 a.m., Rock Hill and South Point on FM 94.3. Then later that night on the same station, you will have York and Nation Ford. So a day-night doubleheader in high school football on 94.3 tomorrow. Then, of course, we'll have York Summerfest on Interstate 107. That will do it. The Chester Cyclones knock off the Fort Mill Yellow Jackets 22-17. A very hard-fought game on both ends. Yellow Jackets tried, made it interesting there late, but Chester just a little too much, a little more balance on the offensive side tonight. Well, and you go back to the keep. You hate to keep harping on the lightning delay, but that's really one of the, the turning points in this game. Chester responded. They had all kinds of momentum. They were more energetic, more emotional coming out of that long delay. It was 7 nothing Fort Mill, but Chester took the lead. They wore down that Fort Mill defense. They're late in the first half and then moved to the third quarter where Chester came out in the second half and again took control of the ballgame. They took it by the scruff of the neck and made it theirs. But give credit to Fort Mill again, driving 99 yards, putting a score on the board, making it a one-possession game. But again, that that interception there near the end, uh, I tell you what, quarterback Isaiah Haynes, he would love to have that one back, but that's really where Chester put the nail in the coffin. I'll say this final thought. Fort Mill did a lot of good things on defense tonight and a lot of good on offense tonight. There's a lot to build from the first two weeks. I know they're 0-2, but a lot to build, a lot of positives that they can build uh, from these last two games, and maybe they can put it together for a full one next week. You've been listening to Fort Mill High School Football here on FM 104.1 The Bridge and WRHI.com. This broadcast is a copyrighted presentation of the OTS Sports Network. Tonight's technical producer and our halftime host, well, it was a number of folks, but Stephen Stone, Seth Eves, Sean Teese, Matt Hires, they all did a great job. Be sure to tune in again next week on FM 104.1 The Bridge as Lancaster takes on Rock Hill. For a complete listing of next Friday's games, check your radio listener guide or go to WRHI.com to see where you can hear your favorite team. This is Tyler Cup, and on behalf of my own air partner, John Turner, we thank you for making our broadcast a part of your Friday night. Once again, the Chester Cyclones get their first win of the season, knocking off Fort Mill 22-17. Good night now. <laughs>